Hi, I'm Mark Laming, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. There's there's nothing funny about no good shit. No, one of the I'm talking about who we lost this week. Oh jeez, we're going right into that, dude. God, I'm busted. I'm busted up. I I'm I'm broken. Yeah, I don't I don't. It's gonna take a long, long, long time to get over. Wait, this for week. real? Yeah, that, that's why. That's that is why. I was like, I am. I am seriously, I'm officially stressed about Vince because I asked no, him. Listen, I know it's your boy and all, but like. No, but, but that, that's why I said in the morning. No, dude, I'm In no. the morning, I'm like, Vince, are you okay? So we didn't hear shit. You gotta explain this to me. Like, I guess, I don't know, I'm just wired differently. Like, I mean, I could see being like bummed that like a celebrity that we love died, but like. No, no, no. no I, I mean, is... he wasn't your personal friend. Like, you didn't. No, oh. but the, the, the man was a work of art. I mean, he was. And he's always been there. My whole life. Well, he'll like, always be there. And this is true too, but. Kirby's always you know, gonna be there. Zappa's always gonna be there. Stan yeah. Lee's always gonna be there. Unfortunately. But, no, I'm just, yeah, hit me. And I'm I, I sorry to I, hear that, man. That sucks. I, I didn't even, um, know the day of because I worked so oh, much yeah. that day and I went home and I just kind of like crashed. And then, um, next day I heard it going into, um, on the radio. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, he, he didn't have a huge catalog like, say, Zappa. Or, Big or, enough. But I mean, it's, it's <laughs> who does? Saying, but I mean, like, you know, so yeah. he's been he's, he's been doing this since the late '60s, and it's. But you have somebody is always. I mean, my brother's favorite Bowie track is Starman. The fucking songs older than he is. My yeah, my father's got his favorites, and and they're just. But it seems to be, this seems to be a person who, well, it's understanding, but this seems to be somebody who touched so many people in so many different ways. There's no, just, yes. it, it's just that name yeah. and there's a, it doesn't matter. And he, there's no, it, like, with Jason, he's aware of him and, and, and he knows his contributions, but there are, Reading yesterday about everybody who who was affected or, or wrote about him, nobody had anything. There was no 
no stories that that painted him in a bad light N- nothing negative at all and and it was and there, you can't i don't know if i've ever seen a reaction a response uh, eulogies in any way shape or form that everybody feels like they lost somebody that that they loved because the man was all over the place he was a chameleon he was like 12 15 characters in one yeah and he did them all brilliantly movies music um stage it's massive massive loss yeah hey everybody (laughs) (laughs) you really yeah 11 o'clock comics episode what is this 403 and i'm vince b in in black this week that's that's fitting uh i am uh, i'm david a price see and yo soy calisto (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) see i made vince laugh nice (laughs) i Popping open the Taco Bell bat. Yo soy Calisto. <laughs> no. The US you're champ, not, dude. You're not Calisto. You're Jason Wood, everybody, in the house. Is he? And you don't have to be multilingual to get your comics about, and collectibles. I'm not saying again? it again. No. You you don't have to speak multiple languages to get cheap comic books and collectibles. All you have to do is fire your internet browsing device to dcbservice.com that's dcbservice.com where you and everyone you know can get cheap comics such as from dynamite karina becco roberto castro it's lords of the jungle number one featuring tarzan and sheena two tastes that taste great together cover price 3.99 your price what david Ooh ooh. You can do one ninety nine. One ninety nine. You save fifty percent from Valiant. Get another go around. Two of their greatest characters. They're all great, but these are they're great as well. A and A stands for Archer and Armstrong. David Lafuente. Who else? Rafer Roberts. Now pay very close attention to this because usually the drill is blah 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 blah. Fifty percent off. No, in this instance. You can get this book, which has a cover price of three dollars and ninety nine cents, for one dollar fifty nine cents. That's sixty percent off. That's crazy town. And last but not least, from IDW, it's uh, the Big G, the Lizard King, Godzilla, from Joshua Hale Fialkov, art by Brian Chirilla. This time it's called Oblivion. A scientist has created a portal to another dimension, one where monsters rule supreme. I want to live there. A terrifying expedition begins into a world where hope has died, and Godzilla is the unrivaled king of monsters. But what happens when a baby kaiju hitches a ride back to the original monsterless dimension? We'll find out, won't we? Cover price, $3.99. Your price, $1.99. You save 50%. See the trend? At dcpservice.com, you will save massive amounts on your books. They do not mind late orders. They don't mind order additions. And you get everything sent right to your door. What could be easier? I don't know. Cray. It is cray. Super cray. dcpservice.com. Go there. I'm a little horse this week, huh? A horse is a horse, of course. Well, you know. I sound like this when I'm tired. Sound like it. I'm like it. It's all good. Sad, Vince. Mm. Sad and tired. Yes, I'm Charlie Brown this week. You got to rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
So, uh, you said you have thank yous. Uh, let us do, actually, let me find out what Jason's drinking first. Wow. Oh, okay. The system. Uh, I am drinking straight from the hipster capital of the world, Brooklyn Lager. That's great stuff. It is, right? No, I'm not being facetious. No, I'm, I'm not, really I'm, I'm being serious too. I, I kind of slept on it for a long time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I agree. It's, uh, it is very good. Happier than you're used to though. It is a very, very astute observation, but, uh, it's working for me. Huh. I'm, I'm very pleased. Yeah. Am I next, David? You are next. Wow. Perpetual IPA from, uh, Trogues. It's so good. I'm going to go get another case of this. Attaboy. Yeah. It's, it's extremely hoppy. It just goes down so well, but the boomerang, not so pleasant when it comes back. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's all right. It's got dairy in it? I can hit. No, it's the, the, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> now, David, where are you going? With all this? Uh, no, 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 no. It, just because I didn't want to, um, because after we're done with the thank yous, because I think we all have something, I didn't want to get off track, and and so I just figured we get the drink roll call out of the way. I just, um, I'm trying something new. I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm feeling it just yet. It's a little, uh, it's it's red. It's it it, it isn't blood. It's something new. Um, I love it. it. It's red. It's blood. It's no, it's not blood. It's uh from Bogle Vineyards in California. It's essential red for this unique old vine blend. The Bogle family has drawn inspiration from historic vineyards that have stood undaunted for many generations. This is a blend of old vine Zinfandel, Syrah, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Petite Syrah. And uh yeah, it's I. No. I saw it at the store. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in love with it. It's not my, uh, it's not the, the it's, not, it's not the smoother blends that I've, I've been enjoying recently. No menagems. It is no menagems. It's, it's no gnarly head. It's no apothic. It's, it's not, it's not as, those are not sweet, but those are a little smoother. They're, they're much easier to take. This has a little bit of a, um, a, a slight aftertaste. It, it sticks around a bit. So, um, but I don't, I, I don't, hate it by any stretch it's just um i was on such a good roll and and this kind of just uh a slight bump but uh so now the drinks right of the way um over the weekend i received a funky envelope uh that was um it was almost it was it was very chain lettery the way the way the the, the note was written but it is from our good friend matt Burton. Very good friend yes. and uh they uh it, it, it aside from a, a a very nice note uh it included a couple of bookmarks for the um for for the uh i have the paper folded up i'm sorry the the the, the two week club and the art is by none other than another really good friend mr andy jewett uh, great art i i Love really did yeah the bookmark is super super cool i, I like their logo too the two week club it's and and it, if you don't know it's a facebook group but uh Every two weeks, they go through a collection, a trade, a series, uh, and they, uh, and they discuss it. Um, so you can find that on Facebook and, uh, and join them on that. It's, uh, they've had a bunch of, of discussions so far about a bunch of great books. So that I'm looking forward to. But the other thing, does anybody have any thank yous? Well, I want to also sh- sh- send the same thank you for the bookmarks. Oh yeah, awesome. me too. I, um, I received a 
holiday card, a Christmas know. card. No, not yet. Um, received the Christmas card and, and this past weekend. So it was a little late. I did not care about that because inside there is a, uh, there was, there is a drawn, um, note card by the former Miss Terry Sue Wood, what? who now goes by, um, Risa Challenger. Uh, this, it was, it, it was a Christmas card, but it was, the, it was also a thank you note because, um, she, she has some dogs and, and, uh, there was an episode of Doctor Who from a few years ago when David Tennant was the doctor and, and they were, um, there were these little creatures called adipose and they're these little white globs. Yeah. You've, you've seen them at the shows and everything. Oh, um, probably named after adipose tissue. Yes, because yes. they are little little, little okay. fat blobs. Um, so Renee saw them. She, she she fell in love with it. They're so cute, and and so I got her this plush. But when on 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 Facebook, when Reese said that the uh, the dogs went crazy whenever the little adipose were walking across the screen, like they they would just stand in front and look beyond the TV when they would walk off the screen and everything. So um, I sent her. A couple for the dogs to to use as you know just chew toys or whatever, and this is so so this is basically a, a thank you for that. But it also reminds me to say that probably we're expecting in the summer of of this year uh, there will be a hardcover collection, um, and just for Vince, complete with a dust jacket, collecting mm-hmm. Wandering Star. Oh really? Yes. Uh, cool. And and I've seen. She's, she's touched up a lot of the art. She's done some redrawing. It's, it's not, um, it's, it's nothing. There's, there's some techniques here and there. There might be like, you know, some hair or some cleaning up of some faces. It's not, it's a, it's not not a a, a Neil Adams degree, but it is there. It's, it's all, um, because see see how he picks and chooses Jason, but you have to understand dude, right? When, (laughs) when Neil, when Neil was drawing the Superman books back then, they were pretty fucking perfect. Now he's kind. Yeah. Now he's kind of crazy. Tracted. He ruined some of what what was great on the page. This was when she was much much younger, and and it right. was it was her first self published work that that she was putting out. So if, if she's not comfortable about, you know, I mean, as as an artist, you you hear quite often how you know I, I hate my early work. I don't want to I don't want to look at my earlier work. It, 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 and a lot of artists will look at it as place of growth but for many it's like i don't want to see that crap so i'm just giving you i know you are i know you are which is why i had to make i i was expecting it uh but this will um there are actually in in the note she said she's done some touch-ups on the art for the entire series mostly just tweaks here and there uh there's there's some retexting of some word balloons um and and probably a, a couple dozen pages of of color art but it'll have all the covers um some the colored versions of, of the prints that were published during the series run, uh, artwork here and there. And, um, right now it looks like the price is estimated at about, uh, 40 bucks, but it was, it was a series that went, what, at, at least 12 issues, 16, 18. It, it, it was, it was a nice size short issue series. So, uh, getting it all in one, one collection will be nice, but the art had that, that, uh, I've seen so far is absolutely phenomenal, but it, it's, it's something I am really, really looking for because I do not think I have any of my issues anymore. I, I'm, I'd be surprised if I do. I hope I do, but I haven't seen them in such a long time. 
21 issues. Thank you. So, yeah, so yes. that'll make a nice collection. Uh, and, and I, I look forward to that. So I had to, um, thank her for the card and remind that, which also reminded me to, to mention the new collection. Well done, sir. Thank you. <clears throat> Got a little phlegm Good up in stuff. there. I always enjoyed that book. I like the art with the little dots. I, I just, I was a yes. fan of the art. It was just, it was not, and it's, it's not something a lot of people have ever heard of because it's published by Pen and Ink, which was her own. Uh, yeah, but then, then it went to Sirius. Right, right, which is, and, Seriously. and she, she, uh, she ended up, um, there were some things from, from Sirius that, uh, that I believe will be in, um, in part of the, well, it'll be, uh, yeah, yeah, there'll be some things in there from, from the Sirius run, but the, I think more people might be familiar with, um, the cartoonist strip from Amazing Heroes. By the way, if you hear the wander, yes. it's because my son apparently is blaring it from his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the fucking song, dude, from like the 50s. It's baffling. It's because it's in Fallout 4. You know, they play like all music from like the 50s. Oh, yeah. He loves the that's... wander. He plays it like all the time. Baffling. That's hilarious. That's so all for the soundtrack, but. Boy has good taste. Sure, it's just loud up in there, Dan. <laughs> it's alright. If you're gonna play it, play it loud. There you go. You know who else is very broken up about David Bowie, Vince? Who? Chris Campbell's wife, Laura. On Facebook today, she was beside herself. Yeah, well. That's what happens. See, she has good taste too. Well, not to turn this into a morbid thing, but since we're always good for a riff, what, we uh, are. what, what celebrities, meaning, pe- well, yeah, pe- what celebrities, people that we, d- you didn't know personally, um, have had the most legitimate, like, impact on you from, from their passing? I mean, I'm guessing Bowie's, you're going to say one, but I'm guessing Kirby, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, who else for, like, for each of us, like, who, who, who fits that bill? Um, it, it, it's weird. I, as far as, um, well, one that immediately comes to mind is, um, well, Leonard Nimoy last year. Right. Um, Davy Jones from the monkeys from years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we lost another Davy Jones. Yes, this week. we did. Yes, we did. How about that? Uh, what about you, Jason? Um, I'm trying to think, actually. I mean, like, in terms of that really, really fucked me up. Um, the only one for sure is, is, is Douglas Adams. Like, oh, okay. like when he died, uh, that hit me hard because he was only 49. Yeah. And as you know, you guys know, they're my favorite books of all time and, and there were more coming. Um, and, and if certainly there were going to be more Dirk Gently books and I'm sure he would have put a lot of other books out too. And so, uh, yeah, that definitely fucked me up. I, I definitely, that made me legitimately sad. Um, uh, I was pretty, I was, I mean, all jokes aside, I was, I was pretty bummed when Michael Jackson died. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah so was Renee. You know, he, I mean, he definitely was one of the, Musicians of my youth that I cared the most about. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Tupac. Uh, Renee. I yes. was bummed at that, but I don't like. I guess maybe because of the life he lived. I. Yeah, he kind of expected it. Yeah, I think I was more more bummed by Biggie getting killed. Yeah, you, kind of yeah, I'm not. You and my brother are Biggie fans, and uh, yeah. Renee and I are the Tupac fans. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know my number one, Kirby. Right? No, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I was yeah. okay. 
You know who else really bothered me? Um, the de- passing of Jackie Gleason really killed oh, me. Oh, yeah, you love the Honeymooners. Love I love Jackie Gleason. I love everything that man has ever done. I don't give a shit about his uh, personal life or his beliefs or whatever. That yeah. he was, he was extremely funny, and I grew up with like that. See, that's the pattern. I grew up with with Jackie Gleason. He was always there. Yeah, you know, with the Honeymooners reruns, and then he, you know, the, the Smokey and the Bandit and all that shit. Um, no, who else really? But I don't really know. I, I'm affected by many things. I mean, I, you know, I don't get all weepy and stuff, but you feel it when, like, Lou Reed, we lost Lou Reed early, uh, recently. We lost Lemmy. Like, these are guys that have always been there. And Josh Bayer had a, made a good point on his, I'll do anything to bring him up. Uh, had a good point. He's like, for most of my life, it's been, you know, when the celebrities pass, it's of another generation. Now, yeah, the, the, the celebrities that we grew yeah, up we're with to that yeah, point. Are, are starting to 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 drop, and it's it's uncomfortable, it's unsettling, it's it's the the uh, slimy trout of uh, reality smacking you in the face. Like we're gonna follow these guys one day. Yeah, you're right about that. But there was one small consolation. I, I there was a meme. Or not a meme. Somebody put something up. I don't even know what to call it a meme, but it said, um, the, the, the earth has been around for X billion yes, years. Yes. And, and take great comfort in the fact that you were here the same time as David yep. Bowie. That's so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I posted that. You did? Yeah. Well, I was Good one, on I was you. one of the people who did. Yeah. It, was, it went around a bit. I shared it. Good on you, David. Respect. And the other meme, if they just split up that, uh, <laughs> Lottery, everybody would be a millionaire. Oh my boy. god, dude. <laughs> do the math, bitch. Oh my, I just posted on Facebook with a um. Yeah. I know. I mean, seriously, dude. Seriously. It would that be awesome. Said, if, if you're listening true. to our show, you've either won the 1.5 billion by now. Oh no, we're recording early. No, if you're listening to the show, make sure you buy your tickets for tonight's drawing of 1.5 billion dollars. It's actually tomorrow night. No, like, dude, when they hear the show. Oh, yes. Yes, tonight. Yeah. See, you know, this whole behind the scenes thing. Um, how many tickets you all in for? Well, I was in for 20 on the last Jesus. one. I think I'll up it to 50 on this one. Got to, right? I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't get any last time. Um, when's the drawing? Wednesday. Tomorrow. Dap, you didn't buy any, t- any lottery tickets? No. No, That's I'll, crazy, I'll, dude. I'll, try, I'll try to get some tomorrow. My dude, it's, this is one and a half billion dollars. I know, yeah. I know. There has been, I think, last week there were twenty-six million dollar winners, and these were the people that had all the numbers, but not the magic without number. without the Powerball. Yeah, you okay. won a million bucks for that. We're in for a G at the office. <laughs> got 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 five benzos here at the homestead. Doing it right. I guess Dude, so. it's not often you get a life ch- chance at life changing wealth. Well, like Scrooge McDuck, you could dump that into your money bin. You won't even notice it. Meaningful numbers, Vince. These are original art pages. I'm having to tell Paolo I'm going to pass on because of this. Can you imagine that kind of money? You would probably end up with about $600 million all said and done. Depending on what state. In fact, uh, if I, as a resident of uh, New Jersey, I'll end up with about $625 million. Yeah. It's not bad. Dude, that's after tax though. Of course. But that's beautiful. 
It's very beautiful. Throw that in some treasuries. Boom. <laughs> we'll be living a highlight, you're gonna, boys. You're, you're going to go and buy those. Boys, let's, let me just say right now, if if if, uh, if I win if I win the Powerball, and I'm on record here, this is a, this is a verbal binding contract, mind you, because it's going to over the internet. If we win Powerball, you guys can quit your work, and we're going to make 11 o'clock comics a media empire. <laughs> I'm serious. I know you. I know Vince definitely. Of the three of us, yeah, yeah, I'll hold you to it. Oh, we're gonna do it. I'm down with that. Let's go do this. It's gonna be incredible. And we can pay Scotty Young to draw just. For I was us. just gonna make that joke. <laughs> yeah, I really was. <laughs> I'm still not yeah. sure we can afford Scotty, but, but no, we no. might get, get a, we might get him to do a pinup or something. We'll get Frank Miller. No. Let's get Frank Miller to draw a comic written by Stan. We'll, we'll it. It's called Dick Slap. We're going to talk any comics or? Yeah, let's do probably could. Dude, I know you all are behind. Oh, shit. But you got to catch up. You got to catch up on Black Science. Oh, God. Okay. Wow. Oh, God. No, no, no. no. Because I'm trying to catch up on Deadly Class, which you mentioned last week. So yes, I will add, I will have Black Science. I don't know, the man comes on our show, he's, he's a phenomenal guest, and then you guys just shit all over him by not reading his books. It's messed up. So why should we get caught up? Other than No, alright, so here's why. So issues 17, 18, and 19 are the first three of a five issue arc called God World. Now, as a refresher for those people who perhaps are, uh, sadly, passing on this book or, or waiting on this book. Uh, this is a story about Grant McKay, who is a essentially a mad scientist, and he's an anarchist at the same time. And he and his crew build a thing called the Pillar, which will allow them to jump between dimensions with the idea that they can go to these different dimensions and essentially get any resource that they need and essentially create a uh, like a panacea of a world or what have you. But as with all things, what would what would a story be without uh, something going amiss and there being intrigue? And as you could probably predict, the, the mishap happens and the ability to control where they're jumping to goes awry. So they're kind of lost in space, only across <laughs> dimensions. So uh, the first few arcs take them to all different worlds. We meet uh, other dimensional versions of he and his. Ki- Meanwhile, he's there with his kids, his lover, um, his boss who he hates. Uh, they, they end up getting a couple people from different dimensions to join them, an Indian chief, a couple other people. Um, but just, but just crazy adventure ensues and you get to see all these different crazy worlds and dimensions. There's an amphibious world. There's a world where the, uh, basically all the humanity's been wiped out by a plague. There's a world that was invaded by aliens and, and, uh, many of them. It's, it's very similar to, uh, uh, a much more, uh, well executed version of Sliders. You know, the old TV show, Sliders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in in some ways it's sort of like a else worlds or a what if because it's you know each some worlds are just each world is, is a different version of a different tweak on on Earth or what have you, um, but this arc t- finds us so if something happens at the end of the last arc and I won't get into those details but something happens that essentially finds Grant separated from everyone else that he was with his kids his his ex wife his lover everyone else he's he's by himself and we don't. We don't know in this in this arc thus far where the other people are, though we assume that they too are scattered throughout the multiverse. Um, and in this arc, Grant, we know that he's been on this planet that he's on currently for three years, which is highly unusual because they've been jumping very frequently. And he also has absolutely no memory of who he is. Um, and 
So three issues of the five in, we're taking on this journey where he's getting flashbacks and visions and he's being, he's being escorted around the strange world by his brother. Um, and then, and then, and then after that by his father. And we get looks into Grant's childhood, his bad relationship with his mother, the fact that his father died, disappeared with something like that, but it wasn't around. Um, uh, we see Grant as a, as a rebellious teenager and a punk and it's, it's really like, Remender's way with unbelievable psychedelic futuristic art by Matteo, um, of getting into Grant McKay's mind and what really drove him to be this anarchist that he is today and why he ended up being a bad father and a bad husband and, and neglectful. Um, but it's, it's, it's done in this cosmic setting where, where it's essentially like, it's a, it's like, uh, it's a wonderful life only with a cosmic, you know, backdrop mm-hmm. and, there's these three pages and I got to reading them and I was just like, holy shit. And I thought most specifically, first of all, I thought you both need to get caught up with the quickness. But then I thought I'm going to read these pages on the show and Vince is going to be like, I have to fucking get caught up with this book. So, uh, um, you're shaming me. No, no, um, you're going to love this. You're going to love this because this okay. is because Remender's taking it to a new level with this arc because it's very self introspective, very cosmic, very meta. So again, he's been on this journey for three issues now about who he is and, and his past and why he can't remember anything. And he's been, he's gotten to this part of the world where he's facing this, he's having a conversation with this giant head, like a giant Easter Island type of head. Um, kind of looks like a, a mix of, of, of the Marvel version of, of eternity and, and, and a, and a Easter Island head, right? And this, this thing is speaking to him. And he realizes by speaking this thing that, 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 that he handed over his memory to this thing and this thing is holding his memories because Grant wasn't capable of processing his memories. It was, it was, it was clouding his mind. And so he took them away from him and Grant can live in this God world forever in all eternity. If he wants basically peacefully or Grant wants to know if he can have his memories back And the Easter Island guys like, well, of course you can, but you know, you have to, it's your, it's your choice, but are you, you know, do you really want them? And Grant says, uh, can you help me fix it all? And what he means is, you know, can you help me, reverse all this damage I've done. Can you get my, my kids back? Can you get my wife back? Can you get my girlfriend back? You know, cause lots of, lots of tragedy has happened through the, the first 16 issues and on this journey they've been on. And then the, the cosmic being says, I can only give you the key, but you must turn it. If consciousness is a soil, what energy is uniquely created by the element of life? What is your gift to the cosmic all as trees produce oxygen for life? What do you produce? And then Grant like wakes up. Up. And it's like, was he having a dream? And he's like, holy shit. And he wakes up and he's actually in a camp and it seems like it was all a dream. And he's like, what have I been doing? And he, he, he's, he's clearly fat. He's got some kind of spaceship and he walks into it and he's trying to, and he's sitting there and he's like, now how do I power it up? I, you know, there's no power source. Okay. Okay. Let me think what energy is uniquely created by the element of life. And then you page turn and you see Grant with his eyes closed, thinking hard. Then you see him with his eyes open like that Eureka moment, right? Like he's like, oh, I got it. And all of a sudden his, from like his forehead starts glowing. And he says, imagination. Okay, mm. holy shit. Now, now I see how the engine works. I imagine how it works. Everything is about my imagination. And then he create basically using his imagination, he powers this ship and goes off to save his family. Like, how fucking awesome mm. is that? Yeah. Like the, the idea that the power of imagination is like a scientifically fungible cosmic force that allows great you know, great minds to create the things that they create. Remember's not that? lying. He's not but lying. How sick is that, though? It's the truth. And then, and, and 
Scalera, don't dream I, it, I be it. Page. I want this page so bad. Like, Scalera, like, so then, like, it's almost like he's become, like, Adam Warlock. Like, this energy is coming out of his, out of his head, and it's just electrifying everything, and all the panels are lighting up, and, like, he takes, and it, it just, it brings the ship to life, which is a big version of the pillar. He's recreated the pillar, and he takes the ship, and he heads off to find his family somewhere in the, uh, in another dimension. Like, it's so sick. I was like, man, this dude is on point. Like, this guy is like so good. Instant creative visualization. It is, and 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 unfortunately, because we're a we're an audit we're an auditory medium, uh, even though we talk about visual arts, uh, I wish I could I wish we had a video version of our show so I could I could have the page here and show you the page of of his mind coming to life. But man, it's beautiful, and you guys know I'm a mark for Scalera. I mean, he's one of my yeah. favorite artists alive, and this is just an ex- exhibit of it. You know, I mean. In a lot of ways, this page is relatively innocuous compared to a lot of the stuff he's done in this book because there's no crazy grandiose caricatures, there's no aliens, there's no wild flora and fauna. It's just Grant sitting, having a, an, uh, and having an epiphany and then sitting in the cockpit of a spaceship. But that, that whole moment when his brain explodes with energy and electrifies everything is just so well done. And, uh, just a perfect marriage of these two, you know, Remender having this great idea about you know, sort of meta contextualizing the beauty of creative art. And it really is about imagination, your ability to do anything. And it's true. He's right. Like think about it, all the great scientific conventions, all the things that we hold dear from the internet that allows us to broadcast the show to the things that cure diseases that keep our families living for long. Like it all stems from someone imagining it as possible, you know, like it's all based on imagination, but isn't that amazing? It really is. Like, I guess because I'm a, I'm an analytical person, and even though I love artistic things, but I'm not really artistic myself, like, I don't often, and I should, don't think about the fact that the one undercurrent underpinning, like, all great scientific achievement and all great art is imagination. Like, that truly underpins all of it. See, the reason why I'm not, you know, gobsmacked over these pages is because that's something that was always known to me. I, I may not have been able to articulate it or even even put it into some kind of cogent, you know, phrases. But yeah, as an as a, an artistic person, it's it's all imagined. In fact, I'm too much in that zone. That that's one of my um, my faults is I'm too much of a dreamer, and I I have to be a little bit more of you. But I'm, you know, imagination is the stuff that drives us, and and that's why we have such. I can't speak for both of you, but I'm I'm, I'm guessing we have such appreciation for these these craftsmen that are, are able to do all this, and and create these entire worlds out of nothing but paper and a pencil. It's unbelievable. And yet, and yet they stay with us for for our entire lives. Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's incredible. And again, I mean, I just uh, had a geek out moment. You know, I mean, uh, we read a lot of comics and. Generally, I enjoy most of them, but but they're now no. I mean, right? There's stuff you don't. Enjoy. I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. You read lots of stuff, yeah. but every now and then there's uh there's something where it kind of just sparks that you know you just have that moment and you just get giddy when you realize like this is it, man. This is this is where it's at. Like this is really great work, a true marriage of the two sides of the medium coming together and and uh, just awesome stuff. Just awesome stuff. Butamus. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, you know, Black Science is, uh, is, is definitely one of my favorite books. And, um, uh, it's no better time than the present to remind people that you have just a few more days to go to 
tinyurl backslash 11 o'clockskers. <laughs> Let me try it again. tinyurl.com backslash 11 o'clockskers. And vote in our year-end awards because we will be recording next Wednesday said awards. For a long, it's a reminder long time, for y'all too that you need to get. Into it. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. It always has. Yeah. My pleas to break it up into two episodes fell on deaf ears. What are you talking about? When, when, when did those <laughs> pleas happen? All those times on oh, Facebook Messenger when we weren't around for them. Back that must be it. See, you actually have to hit send if you want us to see the messages. Mm-hmm. So, what do you read, David? <laughs> uh, you know what, Vince? I will tell you. Um, I read the first issue, because I figured, what the hell, of Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did you now? I did. Oh, I, I love me some Freddy. Uh, and yes, art is by uh, Mr. Freddy Williams Jr., Freddy Williams II, uh, colors by Jeremy Caldwell, and your story is written by James Tinian IV. It's, uh, it's a story of Batman, who is Bruce Wayne in this particular story. Uh, it looks like Damien is his Robin, which I'm guessing in New 52 that, that is who Robin is. Um, but Damien isn't in the first issue. He's, he's, uh, I guess he's been sent away and it's around the anniversary of, uh, the pearls dropping and we have, um, the story takes place in Gotham, but I'm guessing there is a uh, an alternate reality. This isn't the. Uh, it's not like Gotham is down the street from where the turtles hang out in their published stories, uh, in their version of New York. It's um, because according to an offhanded comment. I believe by Donnie, uh, you know, when you look at the map where, where this city is in our world, it's, it's a big open lot in the state of and before they can go any further. So you actually might know where Gotham really is. Uh, he's, he's interrupted by Leo. So, uh, the main villain for Batman in this issue is Killer Croc, who is, uh, it's kind of fitting. I mean, aesthetically, yes, it, it, it absolutely makes sense. Uh, I'm not going to go into, uh, any meetings between Croc and the Turtles, but, uh, he does piss them off at one point. Uh, he pisses off Mikey. And, uh, is Leatherface in it? There is no Leatherface yet. <laughs> Shredder does appear. Uh, Batman is, is trying to find out that there's a, uh, a group of ninjas. Uh, which turns out to be, of course, the Foot Clan. Uh, they are going to different research and developments and, 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 uh, scientific lo- science locations where, uh, experiments being made, power generators and, and different types of gadgets and, uh, the ninjas keep showing up and, and stealing these components. So Batman is going to set a trap for them. And, and one component that they're going to need, of course, is at Wayne Enterprises. So he's going to uh, make sure there is no police presence and, and, and make it very easy to set his trap for the, for the foot clan to show up. Uh, and when he does that and 
then all of a sudden, uh, Shredder appears and there's kind of a stare down between Batman and Shredder. It, it was really, it, it's, it is a setup issue. Um, it, our heroes do not meet really until the very end. And, um, I'm guessing someone read the post crisis Batman series where in order to make, uh, Jason Todd a badass, we were going to have him steal the Batmobiles hubcaps and, and rims. And there's actually a scene at the Batmobile, which is a weird looking Batmobile. It's, it's really unlike one I've, I've seen before, but it's, it is a very, it, it's visually, it's a striking book. It, it looks great. Freddie is, is fantastic here. Um, he, no he's doubt. got a, uh, he, he's, he's got a real, real good handle on, um, the turtles. And, and not only are they, they're, they're, they're the, uh, kind of like, uh, do the IDW books, are they all wearing red masks or are they different colors like in the cartoons? Does anybody know? Currently, no, I believe they're all different colors. Yeah. Okay. So really the only, only the Mirage Studio books were really the only ones that they ever used all red. Or they could be all red. I don't well, know. in this, they're all, they're, they're, they're four different colors. Uh, well, they should be four different colors. Mm-hmm. I don't like them all right. red. Yeah, well, why not? Are you, you're a purist? And in this case, yeah, I just, I mean, I, I get why they're different colors because it's, it's all about individuality. Yeah. Well. And and, that's why they all have they all different different weapons. But yes, I, exactly. You know, they their their skin tone is is a different color hue and, and different shades of green. But yes, then they also have the different colors, so you know if you're looking at and my. But see, also with the different colors, that's when they're Mikey and Leo and Donnie and Raph instead of Donatello and Michelangelo. And so it it's just it it's it's not. It is for marketing. The, the, the colors, I just look at them as, as that is the, the cartoon version, the, the, the kids version of the turtles. But in this book, uh, so they're wearing a different colors, but Freddie also tweaks the masks a little bit. So they're even, um, cut a little differently. So when, when Raph is scowling like he always does, it, it doesn't, there's, um, it's not going, the, the mask isn't going clear across the the top of his head and 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 into his forehead it it's it's bent down a bit it looks it looks really great and uh alfred has both his hands so it's not really a current um batman canon uh what happened to alfred oh he lost his he, he lost a hand he, Sorry, lost he sacrificed hand. when uh during joker's endgame hmm. yeah um yep so the uh i i Give it a shot. I, I, I decided to just go for it on a whim because it, it's, I, I do like the turtles it's and it's, you, you are definitely the bigger Freddy fan than I am. I, I, oh. I, I like Freddy's work. I, I've, um, and it, it's Cap, Captain Adam was a revelation. It was. And then there are times I know that, uh, I mean, back in maybe 2006, 2007 when he was kind of, a a slave to the tablets he was working digitally uh, there mm. were times where maybe some of his live sketches at a con weren't as sharp because you can't control z when when you're when you're working at a table and it's uh he's only he's, he's only gotten better so it's it's it, it i don't know if this is digital but if it is it's fine if it is it's just there were um 
we're talking about a decade ago. So, you know, you can only get better. And, and he's been doing this for a while. It, it, it's a really good looking book. I, I'm, I'm quite happy with it. And, uh, you know, I, I, next issue, it looks like the, we'll have the, uh, the, the throwdown before we find out that we're all on the same page and, and we can, we can move on and do the team up. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to the next issue so that we can see, you know, why, what brought the turtles to Gotham? What, what, what brought them to this universe? Cause Batman, Batman's the native. They, they, whether it's, and, and they're also, the turtles are also trying to find out, you know, what happened to Casey in April. You know, where, where did they disappear to during this? So we'll, we'll find out. I'm guessing in the next issue after the fight, as the turtles explain to Batman, you know, why they're here and what went on, well, we'll get the flashback to what, uh, the events that led them to here and why the, why the foot are looking for all these components, I guess, to bring everybody back. I don't know if Shredder wants to take over this world. It's, it's, there are questions and, and, but they're good questions to have. It's not, I'm not scratching my head going, well, nothing was explained. And I, you know, I, I just don't my handheld it. It's, it's a pretty, pretty decent story so far. I'm digging it. Before we move on, yeah. the author of this was James Tinian, the fourth. What else did he write? I do know this. You do? I do. Oh, man. And you're going to hear more about it next week. Oh, because... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, because he's done some Valiant stuff. No. Yes, yes. Well, yes, but that's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? Three-issue series, oversized issues, 48 pages each, miniseries. Didn't end on a real high note. Why am I drawing a blank? Mimetic. Oh my God. Yes, he wrote Mimetic. That's right. And while I'm on the subject. Was it 2015? Yeah, yeah. It was beginning of 2015. Okay, yeah. All right, that's. The first one came out in, I guess, November 2014. And then it spilled over. So I'm, I'm counting it for 2015 because it it finished in 2015. Um, that's right. Last, a couple weeks ago, I talked about that issue of Crossed. Badlands, written by Max Bemis. Remember the one about the 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 guys in the comic shop. Yes. Um, Max Bemis didn't ring a bell for you, but it should have. Yeah, it should have. He wrote "Oh Kill Strike." Right. And we didn't say no, that. No, we didn't. We didn't. I, I. But you knew that. Yeah, I, I still haven't. I haven't finished. I have the last issue of "Oh Kill Strike" to to read. But yeah, that. He Me did, too. He did. I didn't even. I didn't even start it yet. Because. Comics. I, th- right? I think you would dig that. Well, I got him. I better you dig know, it. No, well, I mean, only because it's, it, it, it kill strike is, is cable. He's a very, <laughs> he's a very, he's a, uh, he had a, <laughs> right my eye. Love me. There's, uh, it's, it, it's a very, um, actually it's, it's cable, but he's been mind swapped with Lobo. And the, and, the, okay. and the good Lobo, not not the pretty boy, not emo Lobo. It's it's. It, is that still going? on? I have on? no idea. I don't know. Uh, actually, no, I don't think it is. But I, I may be wrong. But the um, but speaking of cable, before I go on, because I did catch up on. Uh, oof, I'm, don't want to cut anybody else up. I, I caught up on uh, the new um, Uncanny Avengers. Their own book, not, not, not the book where they show other people's books. No, I know it's, it's their own self-titled book. And, and why is, what, what have I missed where all of a sudden it, they are really 
hitting you over the head with Cable is a dick. In the third issue, well, he is. He got too he, close to Scott Summers Cable and kind of rubbed off. Okay, yeah, yeah, like father, like son. He is. He's just. He's a douche nozzle. He seriously, seriously Stop. is, dude. No, Vince, man, you need read that third issue. I think it's tough luck. No, it's not. It's not. No, he's being an absolute asshole. He is just. He he comes back. He comes from the future. Because he's, 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 he's worried that, 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 that Deadpool and his team of Avengers are going to fuck shit up because where he's from in his future timeline, the events that are happening in Boston right now spiral out of control and it, it, it doesn't end well. So he comes back now to help the Avengers nip this in the bud because uh, it's funny because of the storyline and it's, and you will get the, uh, but when he shows up, he's apparently he's a bigot because he, he's got he, he he's got a hard on against uh, inhumans. He um, he's he's talking down to every. I, I get it, you know. He's going to take he's going to take charge, and 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 I'm going to tell you how to fix this so it, it my future isn't isn't fucking borked. And then, but the way he's just carrying, I I, I dig his little. Um, his little AI built into his shoulder pad. That was pretty neat. And it's, but he is nothing, nothing like we've been used to in recent years with cable. He is just, he, he is, his decometer is like all the way in red. He came back to lead them. That's what he's going to do. Well, you know what? You guys are bad news. So I better stick <laughs> around and, and, and babysit. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's going to oh, happen. Oh God. Yeah, Who better than cable? <laughs> No, he's not. Ah, Scandi Santosh. Next, I got I got caught up on Conan. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, Fred Van Lenty. Yeah, FBL baby. Yeah, Brian Ching. Oh man, I love Brian Ching's Conan. Nowhere near as burly as the Basima Alcala version. This Conan's young, yep. like we said. Um, little on the skinny side. Has been for the whole series. Barry Windsor Smith. Yeah. Did the whole joint. But, um, a scrapper nonetheless. That's, that's kind of an oxymoron when, when you're talking about, um, um, I mean, yeah. Um, but if you remember, and I talked about the, uh, the arc before this current one, this current arc is called Blood Oasis. Uh, the arc before this one, uh, towards the end, Conan and um the uh slave girl uh Natala he um rescued they they they're wandering through the desert and they get caught in a sandstorm and anyway they uh cross paths with um Valerius now Valerius is a soldier and he's escorting his queen Karim Shah across the desert why she wants to set up an alliance with a king, an arranged marriage with this king. Um, she's being beset, uh, her kingdom's being beset by bandits and ne'er-do-wells, and she doesn't have the, the troops or the manpower to combat these people, so she wants to borrow some from this king in order to bolster her ranks and, and stop this, this shit from going down. So, um, Sandstorm, Sandstorm happens, and, uh, People get kind of split up. Uh, Conan and uh, Valerius 
they see this giant tower in the distance and the, the spire is illuminated brightly. It's, it's brightly illuminated. Why? Who knows? Um, but so they're heading for the tower and, um, this is a, an arc of duplicity. Everybody's lying in this except for Conan. Conan's a pretty straight shooter. All he wants to do is, you know, live his life. Don't be bothered. Stay out of my way. They're, they're, well, I'll, I'll get to it. And, um, Conan and, and Valerius are told something about the tower that really didn't turn out to be true. Um, and along the way we find out, and this is where, um, Van Lenti has the very good taste to commingle Robert E. Howard and H.P. Lovecraft. Two tastes, like, um, Tarzan and, uh, Sheena that go very well together. Robert E. Howard and Lovecraft were contemporaries. Um, the reason why the tower is illuminated is because if the light goes out, an elder god will descend <laughs> upon the region. Oh, and the, this, uh, this elder god, an old one, one of the great old ones, is called Nazu. And uh, the light is supposed to keep uh, him at bay because Nazu does not like light. Nazu does also not like sound, right? So Conan and Valerius cut their way up to the top of the tower. Meanwhile, um, the the queen and Natala are kind of having a, a you know girl to girl talk, and uh, she, the queen kind of had her eyes on Conan, and she goes to Natala. She says, "He's your man," and Natala's like, "Sweetheart, Conan's nobody's." Man, you know, it's Conan. He's like a force of nature. He, he's, he's, uh, a whirlwind. You just set him loose and push him in the direction you want him to go and he does the rest. And, and she goes, have you lain with him? <laughs> and she's, she's like, my lady, well, have you? And she's like, just a few times. <laughs> and she, she says, he makes love like he was going to war. <laughs> and there's a picture of Conan. All bearing down, right? And Natalia's like, oh my god! <laughs> oh, I love Conan. He's such a, mm, so free, right? <laughs> yes, can you sir. imagine, can you imagine, like, just being Conan back in these days? No. Oh, I would love it. But anyway, we see the return of someone. I'm gonna spoil it. Oh, because this, 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 um, this arc needs to be read. It's really good. Somebody comes back, uh, a figure from Conan's past. And when I mean, when I say Conan's past, I mean the Dark Horse Conan's past. Because this character was, uh, popped up during the Kurt Busick run. Remember the woman that was held captive by, um, that old lady, the Bone Woman, and she cast her into a pit and the girl was repeatedly raped by demons over and over and over again. And she fought her way out of the pit. Remember Janissa, the Widowmaker? No? You guys weren't I reading Conan I, 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 then? I didn't read the Beastie Corn. Yet. Uh, I mean, I, oh. I didn't read the Beastie Corn as it was coming out. But as you know, well, as you may remember, I caught up on a lot of Beastie Corn like two, three years ago. But Well, Janissa's awesome. And she has a respect for Conan. Because he, he, you know, he was straight with her. He, he, um, he helped her out and didn't demand anything in return. 
And so she's, she, while she's not indebted to him, she holds, um, a respect for Conan that she does not have for most people. And, and the, inv- the, the opposite is also true. Conan respects uh, nice. Conan yeah. respects Janissa. So, um, you know, end of the day, Everybody's lying to everybody else and Conan's caught in the middle. The reason that Conan and, and Valerius were sent into the tower was not uh, on the up and up. It was the bone woman who manipulated Janissa to send them in there to do her evil bidding. The, the bone woman, you see where this is going. They, the, the light on the top of the, the tower is is uh, quenched, uh, put out, and who comes? Nazu. And it's just like a, a giant monster free for all. But um, Conan has it remains one of those characters. I love the pulp characters, and Conan is is in that zone for me. I can remember being eleven years old and just picking up those those uh, Conan paperbacks with the Frank Frazetta covers. Now you're eleven years old, and you pick up a book that has a cover by pretty much. The greatest fantasy illustrator of all time. I don't think that's being far-fetched when I say that, right? Frank Rosetta, the greatest fantasy illustrator of all time. No doubt about who's, it. Who's better? No, he's the guy. Yeah. 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 And, and just reading the stories of this, this, this wanderer, this freebooter who just traipses wherever the wind blows him. He'll take a job, you know, being a, a captain. He'll take a job being a thief. Um, well, it's not really a job. It's a, um, and so, so just like that, that open-ended free for all, anything goes. It's a, it's, it's a, a burly, you know, uh, two-fisted life. And I, when you're 11 years old and you're a boy and those hormones start popping around, stuff appeals to you, right? Like Doc Savage. Uh, so Conan has always, I want, I don't have to warm up to Conan. It's a no-brainer. I, I will pick up Conan anytime. And read it. And I gotta say, Mr. Van Lenty's doing a fantastic job. You guys should get caught up on Conan. Yes, yes. Uh, it is one of the many that. things I should be caught up on. But yeah, he's, it's, it's good stuff, man. That, that, yeah, I love that, that Becky Cloonan run as well. I like that too. I do. I, I, I think, I think the art in that is, is very good. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's something about Brian Ching's work. Yeah. That really resonates with me because you can't well you can but it's difficult it's 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 very hard to be a um a clean line artist and work on conan mm-hmm. M- maybe well yes cho can probably pull it off but i love when they pair conan with an artist that that likes to scumble and get gritty and and use a brush and get in there and and just just you know make it look like it's so easy and ching does that uh, it, it's, it's very, very, um, uh, thick and thin with the, with the brushwork. The, the figures are, are super animated. I mean, his, he doesn't just draw people at rest. You know, there's always, they're always, uh, posing. You could see what, what foot their weight is on. Like, this guy's really good. You know, and he has the, the period, um clothing and the, the architecture down. I just I love everything about this book. That's awesome. And and the, the, the color art um 
Michael Atia did the, did the color. It's not overworked. And I'm not saying Dave Stewart is, but this is not Dave Stewart. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very simple, very tasteful coloring. Most of this story takes place at night, so the the palette's very subdued. Um, it's a it's just an amazing book, and um, you should you should read it. And it's not three ninety nine; it's three fifty. Look at so that. you save you save a couple pennies. Bargain, right? Yeah. Noise. Mm-hmm. Um. Dap, are you uh you, you caught up on the the Doctor Strange? Uh, no, I found I I was about to read number four, and realized that I hadn't read number three yet. And and it was weird. I was talking to uh, our Aussie buddy Andrew Shaw about it today, and where you've got Amazing Spider-Man number six is already out. Uncanny Avengers, yeah, yes, it's a joke. They're in every comic and their own, but. Uh, there seem to be so many other relaunch titles that Captain America Sam Wilson's up to the fourth issue. Um, Doctor Strange feels like it hasn't come out as often, which is absolutely fine. I mean, I, yeah, I, I finished an issue and I, I want more, but it's, it is one book that I am not going to, um, I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to feel like I'm being slighted just because I might have another issue of Iron Man to read. But where the hell is my Doctor Strange? But um, what what has been happening in it? Well, I don't want to. I mean, I don't want to bust your groove up. I, I just will say that I thought issue four was the best of the bunch so far. Nice, and still- it's, been, it's already been a strong book. I I just think this book is uh, another testament to why Jason Aaron is one of the best in the business. Um, uh, to see Stephen Strange in a light that we've never seen him before is just so much fun. I mean, we're just. In this one, we get a real sense of, uh, of the, the price that Strange has to pay for the magic that he wields. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not like some, some random superhero where you just have a power. I mean, we don't think about it because most of the time this isn't dealt with, but, but, but Aaron's making us realize like Strange is essentially killing himself, you know, to, yeah. to, 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 to do what he does and, and it should be like that magic is not free no. and, and he's, always a price. he's a walking petri dish because you you may be the girlfriend's like that. afflicted with something <laughs> but she'll go to him and like in in the first the first issue with with, with the librarian who had the damn demon parasite sticking mm-hmm. out of her head and you know he'll he'll take on that burden and it is it's it's definitely a, a look we really haven't seen as from Strange's we, point of view ever. Yeah. We get a glimpse yeah, of Strange's dietary habits. Yeah. yeah. We get uh, a glimpse of uh, his training with the Ancient One and his uh, learning a very valuable lesson about that uh, every punch you throw causes you pain as well. There's a cost to a punch. And uh, it's, oh, it's just punch. great, man. I mean, I just... I mean, I, I will say I am very curious to see what happens when 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 Bacala lives, leaves the book, because this book is just so profoundly perfect for his art style. Yep. And it's not to say that the book can't continue to be awesome, but they really need to find someone else that's got that that ability to just blow your mind at the art. I mean, I, I would love if someone like Del Mundo takes over form yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, because uh, we love I love Bacala, but he's not he's not Bacello, whatever. I can never get his name right, but Bacello. Bacello. 
Um, but but he's not going to be on the book for more than what six eight inches eight issues tops. Freudian slip there, dude. <laughs> but see, so, so but you know what? He will be on the shelves when the movie comes out, so he doesn't care. No, well, the, well, sure. Now, yeah. he's he's done the art for all four issues, right? Yes, and that's that's another reason why I have no problem waiting on Doctor Strange because sure. you had for the fucking third issue of All New Wolverine. Has two artists on it. I can't have that. Third issue, four issues of Sam Wilson. You already have two different artists on it. I mean, and you have, I mean, Cameron Coley. I haven't read the fifth issue of Amazing Spider-Man yet, but but Giuseppe's done the art for the first. He's done the pencils for the first five issues. There may have been a couple different anchors on it, but I know that he's able to to maintain at, at least do his own arc before needing an issue or two for a break. But. uh you know, it's, it's just, it, it's, I, I, we've, we've had a discussion about, you know, double shipping and, and, you know, why Marvel does it and, and who does it hurt and they're getting the books out there, they're still telling their stories. But, you know, deep down, there's still consistency has a lot to do with me enjoying a story. It don't bother me. Like two different artists in a book. I don't if know. they complement each two... other, if they're if uh, no no no, I'm talking that. about Frank Miller and Greg Land on the same book. No. Well, if they're it two depends good on... <laughs> 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 I, it, it really does depend on the story, though, because you're not if if you have somebody who's more like Mahmoud, if you're going to have some younger characters in it, and and it and it's more you know like down to earth, or even even Nicholas Scott, where you just you you. It, it's nothing that looks so crazy like you would get with Mahalo or with Del Mundo. Then it, it really does depend on the story. But if if it's a three issue story and you can't you can't do sixty pages over the course of however long you've been you've been told to do not even sixty pages, but there's just so, something ain't right. Wow, you're hard. Oh, I am. I am. You are. You know, because, speaking of no, amazing. No, wait. Uh, okay. Speaking, because we've, back in the old days, when, when they didn't have digital, and whether they were going to the bullpen, they were going into the city to do the work, or they were shipping the pages in, they had their Bristol board, they had their comic book pages, they had their pencils, they had their erasers, and they got the work done. Now you have all these advancements so in technology. Different work ethic. And, right. But that's, but how many times would you, okay. So instead of working on Civil War, McNiven is going to go out and skateboard or instead of, instead of writing, uh, Marvel's big crossover, a bunch of writer and artists are going to get together and play Halo or, 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 or Call of Duty. And it's like, what, what, and, but they'll go online and, and, and discuss who, who bitched who out in a video game? And it's like, yeah, well, how about this book that that's been resolicited because it's already, you know, four weeks late. It, it's you're absolutely right. It's a different work ethic, but I don't, I don't understand with everything that we have available, the artists have available to them, that it it's not, it, it things were just they're done, they were done differently back then. But it seems in a lot of ways they were done better. That's <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. But uh, you know who's who's an old soul has that that old timey work ethic. Who? Scotty Young. He does. The dude hustles, no doubt. Very, very much. Yeah. Yes. But I said, um, speaking of Amazing Spider-Man, did you read one point one? 
I I flipped through the first few pages. I, I didn't realize it was a uh, it was a Bianchi book, but and that, that's not a that's not a slight. It's not like oh god, it's you're damn shit on Simone. Oh, no, I'm just no. Because, it's not, I know what he means. But I, I with everything else that's been going on in Spidey, that wasn't the look I was expecting. Who the gauge writer who wrote it? Um, Jose Molina. That's right. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't it 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 wasn't. I wasn't feeling the same high with the. the with the slot stuff I've been reading lately. So I just like, let me, let me read something else that I know we can discuss on the show and I will, I'll get to this. It just, it went back in the pile for me. Yeah. I, uh, I derive entertainment from every Spider-Man book I read in varying degrees. This was a little bit south of of the dial for me. I didn't really, it didn't connect. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It was, um, the, the, uh, a man, Julio Manuel Rodriguez dies, is autopsied and buried and, um, proceeds to rise from the grave. And, uh, not as a zombie. I mean, like a walking, talking. Yeah. I'm back from the dead. And, um, of course, Peter, um, as Spider-Man, Runs into the daughter, uh, young girl, and, um, it just, it didn't, it did, it, number one, it didn't feel like a Spider-Man story. But Peter, uh, basically spends the entire issue, uh, either visiting the mortuary or the morgue, um, and, and swinging around the, this neighborhood. And he runs into this new group called the Santorians at the end. And we're, you know, we're, it's not even a, there's not a fight. We're just basically two pages, um, double spread of these new characters. And it's, I don't know. I just, there was really nothing to, on which to glom. And it is, it's um, the current Spider, right? With the green glowing. Oh yeah. no, it's, yes, it's the current Spider-Man. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, uh, Molina tries to get us to warm up to Peter as if we have to, but mm-hmm. he, I think he try, he tries a little, little too hard. Like, like Peter's coming into work and he, he's on his cell and he's like, yeah, I got to set up a meeting with the mayor, blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he's telling the staff, no Christmas crap until after Thanksgiving. You know, no blinky lights, no Bing Crosby. Let's have some Thanksgiving before we go into Christmas. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, and and yeah, Jonas say y'all have been, have been feeling Spidey since the reboot. No, I don't. Number one, I didn't think it was necessary. Oh yeah. I mean, when your when your formula is perfect, like like um, you, you don't go adding new ingredients. So, uh, like I, I would say there are two. Yeah, there 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 are there are three characters whose original formula are pretty much perfect that you don't have to dick with them: Spider Man, yeah. Superman, and Batman. You don't have to touch them. Right. They could exist forever, status quo, intact. And, and yeah, I know exactly. I, I can't disagree with when Jason says it. It sounds like we haven't been feeling it, but I think if you look at the parts we're not feeling, they're the parts that I think Vince and I feel are the unnecessary parts. Right. I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think you need to make Peter. Into Tony Stark 2.0. I, no, I, it feels, it feels wrong and forced. And, and 
it's not a logical transition based on what we know about this. And, and his whole, and just, and, and the, I know the fifth issue, I don't know if slot was just plotting it and, and Gage wrote it, but they're, they're back to having their, their little partnership there, but there are just some things that are happening in the book from one issue to the next that uh, speaking of inconsistency. So, so Peter's going to drop everything to go give the human torch a tour of, of the building just so we can get to that payoff. Yeah. yeah, there's yeah just it, something it doesn't fit. Just, yeah. When, 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 P, when Otto slash Peter was in charge, he sucked at it. He was terrible at it. That's why, uh, Sajani would give him the goods or the business every, every issue because he was a horrible person to work for. He's never there. Always going out doing, doing spider things. And th- see, that's, that's the, mis- the, the, the hook of Spider-Man. He always has to make excuses because he's an powers aside. He's an average dude right. with average problems. He's not a CEO. He doesn't have hundreds of people under them. He's not in, 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 you know, his decisions don't determine whether or not many, many people in their families eat. All he cares about, all he should care about is, you know, maybe one or two really close people, Aunt May and that other one. (laughs) And, and no, no, not well. And then soon to be Mrs. Tony Stark. You have, uh, hey. Good. Like he can have a barrel. The, the, uh, you all have against beautiful women. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> until they open the yeah, there, right? there we go. Uh, racist. But then you have the whole, um, that would be sexist. The, 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 the things that we Same. see in the background, like, like, you know, realizing that Otto is still there and, and, and Peter having not, not hearing it when, uh, Sajani is, has, has been set up, or obviously she's not the person who, who did what Peter is accusing her of. They're just, they, that should be what I want to focus on, but it, it's lost in this international man of mystery working for S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and it, and his, his international, the, the whole globetrotting thing. It's just, that's not, it, it's, it, it's a nice, deviation but i need it 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 can't go on no this needs to end soon yeah i feel yeah and the uh let's see who colored this um israel silva shiny facets on the spider suit tiny bubble not not having it not having it at all Damn, a lot of hateration. That, that's why. That's why I was thinking if if it wasn't the new Spidey, that it may have been just an inventory story that they're that they're finally publishing. But but it's it's um it's Bianchi. That's you don't hire Bianchi to do an inventory story. No, not well, only after Evolution Two. But yeah, that's besides the point. Yeah, uh, and it's not dark at all. No, it's not. I mean, even his hey that that Star Wars issue he did with the with yeah the, it was real good the Obi Wan issue yeah that, that yeah was, it was hot so I mean he's he he still has it and he did the uh he did that Thanos miniseries a year or two ago so I mean he's not you know listen it's it's Simone we we know he's got it so that's uh, Simone <laughs> <laughs> what else he got everything Who I got you talking to red Jesus like. Well, you just got, we, we just went off on Spidey, so let's see what Jason's got. Watch, I mean, I, I, 
I tried to talk about. You tried uh, to talk about Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. All right. So that no, was, how about um, well, what, how about uh, Guardians of Infinity number deuce? Actually, I just got that today, and I did not. Damn. No. Oy I read some Golden Age stuff. You want to hear about that? Depends. <laughs> Is it pulp? <laughs> no, it's not. Then yes. What a dick. Um, the, uh, I got this, uh, for a song. It was on the, uh, the cheapy table at the local shop. Golden Age Greats, volume three. Right. Uh, this is a Paragon publication. And when you say that, oh, you know, you know Bill Black. Yes. Bill is, is in the, is in the mix there. But, um, we have The Flame by Lou Fine. Espionage, Black X by Will Eisner. I heard he's good. And by Jerry Robinson and Mort Meskin. Oh my God. Uh, the Black Terror and Fighting Yank. Um, I just want to specifically talk about one image in this book. And it's the reason why I bought it. Okay. But I was rewarded, um, for my efforts because there are many beautiful images in this book. But the one image in particular, uh, signed by Jerry Robinson, and Mort Meskin from Black Terror number 23, right. 1949. Mm-hmm. There's a circus in town and um, the, the Terror twins are there, uh, also known as Black Terror and his sidekick, Tim. Poor Tim does not get uh, a superhero name. He's just known as Tim. But there's a nasty character at the uh, the circus named Bojo. And he's got a posse. Um, his girl, uh, she's a, um, what do you call the, uh, trapeze person, artist, trapeze. performer. Uh, yes. Um, her name's Nellie. And, and in this Did image, you oh, you got, you, you, you got to see this, this, this image. Uh, Bojo wears a top hat and chomps on a cigar. He's a, he's a very big dude. Um, long, lanky, muscular. No, not lanky, muscular. Uh, but he's extended. His body's very extended. So you have an image of a, a high wire platform. And you can see the bottom of the platform. So you, from the, the viewer's vantage point is somewhere, um, below eye level, right? You're looking, you're looking up. And the Black Terror and Tim are swinging in on tra- trapeze. And Bojo has Nellie in his hands and she's clutching onto the ropes and her costume. Now this is 1949. Mm. You can put your knee between Nellie's boobs and it must be really cold in, in, in the circus big top because the, the, the high beams are on. Mm -hmm. And I saw this and it's so beautifully drawn by uh Robinson and Mort Meskin like the the, the lines are impeccable the the uh, the inking kind of looks a little like Joe Simon it it has a Joe Simon flair okay. to it but oh my god um cleavage out the wahoo and and I'm thinking in, in, as you as I read the issue Nellie is in provocative pose after provocative pose and her shirt is split straight down the middle there is not a panel Without Nelly, that she does not oh, show no. exactly, you know, full legs up to the crotch, gigantic cleavage, and 1949. So this is good girl art. 
this is the very definition of good girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there, I mean, there are other panels with her bending down and perky as hell. And like, maybe Wortham, maybe he was onto something. Uh, I, I'm, I'm being facetious. Uh, I'm being facetious, really? of course, but salacious, wanton images, uh, these were primarily created for, for children. Um, men our age, um, within, you know, our bracket, they didn't read comics back then. Comics were kid stuff. So if I was a, exactly, if I was a prepubescent boy and I got my hands on this issue of the Black Terror, I would be like, thank you very much, gentlemen. This, this will give me, uh, some fuel. Uh-huh. Um, the other, other stuff in here, like the flame by Lou Fine. Lou Fine was a really great artist, a workman. Um, and he, he, of course, he was from the Iger Studios and that's associated with Will Eisner, Jerry, Jerry Iger. Um, who created stories for many publishers. Um, I got to say, though, all these are in black and white. And, right. and I do appro- I'm, I'm grateful for that because the, the Robinson Meskin story looks amazing in black and white. You can really get a, uh, a great appreciation for the, the, the line work going on here. But there's a, a reproduction of the flame from, um, let's see. I don't know what, what uh, issue it was, but I have a reprint of this in color. Mm-hmm. And I gotta, I gotta say, it's, it's much, much better in color. Even, even though the Lufine artwork is, is great and the line work is, is, uh, impeccable. Something about that, that, um, golden age coloring where, you know, they just threw down because they had to cut film. Right. To do that stuff. They didn't just, it wasn't like today, just scan the bitch right. or upload it. And, uh, somebody actually had to cut that out. So the, you know, the, the coloring's not perfect and the shapes are irregular. It just, it just has this natural charm to it. Um, whereas digital, we all know, can kind of be cold a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. But I, I, I golden age comics like the pulps. Sorry, Jason. You can throw anything at me, and I, I pretty much I, I I would almost be guaranteed to love it. You do Mark. There's just those. there's just so, I'm Mark S. Buster for um, <laughs> uh, no. For, <laughs> did I say that right? No. no, no Sorry. What does that What does that mean, Mark S. Buster? It means, it's not good. Mark S. Buster. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. How do I say it's really good? Uh. Put me on the spot. So oh, chain. Oh, come on, something. Yeah, no, fleek. my da- my daughter says oh, that. I thought she says AF. There you go. She do- it's like, she's AF. Like F pop. <laughs> this is amazing AF. Beautiful. <laughs> Totes. Yeah. So, um, if if you're you know traipsing through your local comic shops and you find any of these Golden Age greats books, um, buy them and, and send them to me because they're hard they're hard to come by. I think one of and, um. One of the reasons why these weren't a huge hit was because the pricing was a little bit whack on these. Now, here you have 80 pages of black and white comics, reprints, public domain stuff, right? right. For the most part. And the cover price is 9.95. Oof. And I think that's one of the problems with uh, like Femforce now, published by AC Comics. It's it's like eighty pages, but it's it's over ten bucks. I think it's like twelve ninety five. And and you see those golden age reprints all the time in the previews where you get like 
120 pages for like $40. What? Where? That's just revenue because most of this stuff, like I said, is public domain. People are just scanning and, and publishing. So, you know, where's the expenditure? The, definitely the original artists and, and, and publishers are not getting a dime for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that, as far as I know, like I, I'm, there's, I have an issue with the Craig Yo stuff. I love it. I can't stop buying it, but I don't believe that any of those original people are getting any money for that. Right. right. Which, it's not cool. It's not. I mean, legally, He's not bound. He doesn't have to give them a dime. Mm-hmm. But it would be cool. I don't. I mean, and I can't say for sure that he's not. But I, I, I have read um, um, multiple times that uh, you know the, the original dudes aren't getting anything for that. That's the and yet I keep supporting them. Okay. What's wrong with me? I don't know. See, it's all about me. Yeah, it's all about me, issues. right? I do. You do. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Damn straight. Bit. I'm a mark ass buster. Now you use it right. <laughs> Thank you. This show is so educational. Uh, it is. It's something. What else do we have? Oh, I know what I wanted it's to say. What? We have been getting um new submissions for the eleven o'clock comics Ooh, cover art contest. Have, yep. Yeah, and I gotta tough. say. Tough. Yeah, yes. yeah. If y'all are gonna submit, you better sharpen your pencils because we got yeah, we got a couple that are really fine. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few that are like, whew. yes. Not naming names, no. but a couple were Gonzo. I mean, they were they were great images. It's like fuck. You're so subtle. You got some, you got some right. stiff it's competition. I'm not saying I'm that saying. the it's it's not over till it's over, right? But get to it. I'm That's just saying though. I mean, it's another. I mean, Nation of Jason. You know, it's like I know. Did himself proud. That is a fantastic image. And it's always fun talking to Gonzo. So it, if if he wins, it's really not a not a bad thing. If uh, if we have to talk to him, that's true. No, that is true. It's, yes. Um, so Jason, what were you going to talk? I was about? going to say our our, our good buddy uh, Jeff Douglas, aka Bean, um, either already has by now or will soon be opening up a. Facebook page dedicated to EOC C2E2 presence. Oh, so really? Ask, uh, ask if we if we minded, and uh, I said, of course we wouldn't mind. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, because we're going to be rolling deep, EOC representing deep. Why would we mind? No, you know what? We wouldn't mind, but it's super nice that he that he thought to ask. I think. Yes. Number one, it's Bean. Yeah. He he could want to open the EOC fecal page and we would let him. Uh, but no, I would. That'd be cool. Yeah. Shits of the stars. Um but you know it's 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 a cool cause. You, and and I'm sure everybody that's going is going to be posting pictures during the event. Is that what the whole gist of the thing is? Uh I would imagine, yeah. He has no awesome. page yet, so I'm I'm it's pure conjecture, but yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if one of the, one of the weeks I wasn't on, uh, did y'all talk about, uh, Flash, the rap, the season, the season that was Flash? We touched upon it on the week you were gone, but only, only because <laughs> for me to admit that, yeah, I may have misjudged the show. Yeah. I may have judged it. Cause I got a, caught a, up. A, a tad, See, you got, uh, you got caught up with this current season. Yeah. 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 Okay. Off talk about it, dude. 
Oh, it's fantastic. It's so freaking uh, and, oh my, and, and Spivet, Spivet can, um, yeah, she is. Uh, did Iris leave? No, 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 no. Iris is still there. Um, <sighs> yeah, no, the, but, but this season has, has been, uh, Dab, who do you think, um, Zoom is? <sighs> Don't get me wrong. Iris is fine. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, yeah. but the character. Mm. Oh, we I think, it's a, I think it's I think it's Aobard, same actor who played the detective. It it very well could be, but don't say anything yet. Don't say anything more because Vince is only watching it right now with ver, with Reverse Flash. Oh. oh, I don't care. You can no, it doesn't bother no, me. I'm still no, gonna watch it. You asked me a question last time, and I wouldn't oh. tell you, so I didn't want to lead it. Oh. I think I, I think that it, it that that is a good one. I was that was my first guess. Um, but as the minion and I are talking about it, we, it may, um, it, it could be that world's Barry. I thought about that too, but that, but the dude is so much stronger, like more physically, like he's bigger. True. You know, like he's the not the same body as all I'm saying, but right, 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 right. But even, you know, even when, uh, well, when Vin finds out who, uh, who Zoom is that 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 body type isn't really the same person wearing the true true. But yeah, no, it's it's the uh, the story they've been telling, and even the uh, love the Grod. You know, we're gonna see him again for sure. Yeah, he gets dropped off in Monkey Island or whatever it is. Um, I'm digging the uh, the new Firestorm, and the for uh, sure, and we'll be seeing him a lot in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow. Uh. I thought the, uh, yeah, I just, I, I Great really, scene, uh, seeing, uh, Luke Skywalker back. Oh, fantastic. I, I, he, he's great as the trickster. I love it. Uh, and our boy from, uh, Prison Break is so, so good as, uh, as, uh, <laughs> as Captain Cold. Yeah. He is great. Uh, and so is, uh, so is his brother from Prison Break as, uh, as Heatwave. Yep. Uh, no, and I, their sis- I, and their sister I, is thought- chain too. I kind of thought Weather Wizard was a punk. Yeah, he, well, he comes of, back in this. He comes back. In, oh, he comes back. Yeah, yeah. The first season, he pretty much is. Yeah. A little bit you see of him. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's that was one season that, from start to finish, I it, just watching them get to where they needed to go. Killer Sharp, man. Fun. It's like <laughs> but the thing is, all right, Wizard Weather Wizard has to amplify his 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 powers like he just doesn't oh, right. boom throw down he stands there and he he's got his hands out and he's summoning whatever yeah, it remember, is that he's just learning how to use his powers then i know but like run at him barry why are you standing there watching well, him barry's learning back then barry's just learning how to use his powers too so barry has to learn common sense yeah well sure combat and yeah of course i mean barry's a quick student let me tell you yeah Good looking guy too. Uh, yeah, he is. yeah, Grant Gustin. Yeah, and I, I like I, I like Caitlin. I, I, everybody on it, I think everybody does a really, really good. Yeah, job. I like his new, I like his new girl. Yeah, Patty is fantastic. Spivet is super is, cute. Yeah, she can catch it. Spivet, Patty Spivet. Yeah, <laughs> I like that name. You know, it's yeah. um, she be spivet, spivet around something. <laughs> yeah. The right. should be Patty Spinner. I'm gonna throw some names at you. Oh, snap. All right. Let, let's see how good your 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 comic knowledge is. Well, if it's about Flash, I'm gonna not do so well. But go ahead. 
No, you, Jason, you won't get this. There's a chance, David. All right. Maybe you will, though, because oh, it's... Yeah, I, well, say, I won't just tell say. me short, why don't you? <laughs> uh, all right. Jason, this is in your wheelhouse, because okay. it is a... I'll give you a hint. Okay. It is a post-apocalyptic series. Okay. I'll even give you the setup. Okay. Uh, a South American dictator wanted to cause some trouble, and not exactly a rich country, uh, nation, but he did have two nuclear warheads and he launched them one to new york city and the other i believe to moscow that would be fitting right if you want to piss off the the superpowers uh then superpowers what do you destroy well you destroy their 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 flagship cities right so um the the united states Thinks it's the Russians, the Russians thinks it's the United States, everybody retaliates, bada boom, post-apocalyptic scenario. Now here are the names, you tell me the series. Ikei Yashida, Jill Malden, I'll even tell you what she does, scientist. Boyd Ellis, Air Force Captain. And, um, You'll get it with this one. If you know the series, you'll get it with this one. Uh, a Bronze Age Visigoth named Kuno. Name that series. And for bonus points, name the artist. Damn. I'll give you another hint. Okay. David's, David's gonna get it right off the bat. This series was reprinted yeah. by Fantagraphics with Gil Kane covers. Huh. And it was recently... Oh, he knows it and shit. It was, it was recently tweaked or re-republished by IDW because the, uh, um, the creator is doing a lot of work for IDW. Yes. With their... And who's that creator, David? That'd be John Byrne. And what's the name of the book, David? Doomsday Plus One. Bing! We have a winner. There we go. I didn't know it. I was reading an issue from 1976, Doomsday Plus One, number four. And you can see John Byrne emerged into comics as a great artist. And he just got better. I mean, there's really nothing to complain about with this art. It, it would not be out of place in his early Uncanny Run. No, you're right. It's, it's more, it's more lyrical than his, his uncanny stuff. It's not as, which could be Terry Austin's, um, influence. It's not as sculpted. It's, it's a lot, um, the lines are more flowing. Uh, like, and most of this takes place underwater. So, uh, you know, Byrne is in his element. Marina, there's a, a, a um, an Atlantean type uh, girl and, and a fish race in here. So it's nothing we haven't seen from Byrne. But 1976. There was, there was a, um. Of course, published by Charlton Comics. A, uh, I believe it was, was it the, I just want to make sure that it was it because of the, uh, the way the cover was. I, my father came with me to a convention years. Holy shit. I mean, it was, it may have been a creation convention 
uh, it was, um, but there was, there was a, uh, there was a book. I think it was the art of John Byrne, but it was it. And tell me if you remember the cover where Raj 2000 is running towards a wall with a lot of the characters that Byrne was famous for drawing. Most of them women. Yeah. 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 My, um, I wanted, no, I ahead. wanted that because I, I didn't read a lot. I, I, I knew Byrne from either the further adventures of Indiana Jones or fantastic four, or I, I came onto the uncanny X-Men pretty much after Byrne's run. So I didn't know him from that book, but because I knew Byrne as, as like, you know, Mr. Marvel, I, uh, I wanted this art of John Byrne book. My father picked it up and flipped through it. And there is a short story where there's a, uh, there's a very fetching nude woman in it. Before I saw that part, my father flips through it and he's like, yeah, no. And he puts it down and I was just like, but I wanted it. So then I flipped through it to find out, you know, what, why I wasn't going home with it. And then I saw it and I was like, well, that's, that's kind of fucked up. I can't wait for me to be old enough to buy my own shit. But (laughs) you wanted it even more. (laughs) It was just like, damn. But I, I, yeah, I, seeing him go through that growth, I mean, to, to, to see Doomsday plus one and from the late seventies. And I mean, you know, Wheelie and the Chopper Bunch. I mean, the guy who draws that is going to end up, you know, revamping Superman. I just, I, I am a, there, there is just a, a golden age for me with John Berners is this, this little time bubble from, from the eighties to the, the pretty much the eighties is cause I, I really won't go into the nineties too much because a next man was, was enjoyable. But I mean, for me, burn is, is that that version of Superman and the fantastic four and, and, and the she Hulk and, and those issues. But, I, the dude is, the dude may be whack and, and, and in the head and have his issues online and, uh, may have said some, some stupid shit over the years, but, you know, he's, Neil Adams is, is to Vince as, as Burn is to me. Well, I think Burn is to me as Burn is to me, but, um, I get what you're saying. I would rank Burn above Neil Adams. Wow, really? Me too. Yeah. No question. Oh no, I know you would, but I, I'm just I'm surprised yeah, no. you're that for Vince. No, no, no question about that. Um, uh, and he's credited as Burn Robotics in this issue, huh? Not John John Burn Burn Robotics. And we are talking uh, Charlton here, so yeah. the bargain basement of of comic book publishers, crappy paper, yeah. really nasty, thick ass cover stock. I mean, and and David, you'll like this. I'm looking at this one panel. And there's a, um, one of the gill men from, uh, the hidden empire. His name is Yiz. And when we first see him, uh, he gets a big panel. And in the background, there's a poster that says E-Man lives. <gasps> and we know what that means, yeah. right? Um, but back on a shelf in the distance, there's a little tiny action figure on the shelf. And guess what it is? Uh, a do back. No, it's Rog, Rog 2000. Burns Rog 2000, yeah. And, and there's a, a production note to the colorist that somehow found its way into print, um, along the, uh, vertical edge of the panel facing the spine. 
It says Gilman green, grayish gray. The next part is obscured, blah, 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 something silver. So the notes to the colors that, that Byrne wrote were actually published. Wow. That's, that's Charlton comics. They, they didn't, you know, they were, they were fast and dirty. They got them out. Byrne was the exception to the rule. Um, for the most part. I mean, Tom Sutton worked at, uh, Charlton. I, I see another, um, note to the colorist. The color on silver line. Like, the, the notes all over the place in this thing. But I can't say it's a bad comic. It's fun. I'm loving it. And it was only a quarter. And you get a text piece in the, uh, in the back. The, uh, an uncredited text piece featuring more Doomsday plus one adventures. I, I like Charlton comics. The horror comics really set me off. Like, I, I'll, I collect those whenever I see them. If the price is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys see uh, <clears throat> that uh, looks like Valiant's bringing back the 1%? Yay. Yeah, very excited about that. Hey. What? What? You got, you got to get caught up on the Valiant so we could throw down. I know, man. Like everything else, I have so many freaking comics and I'm behind on. It's crazy. I did read the two uh, Book of Death tie-ins, the uh, Bloodshot and... Uh, yeah, Harbinger. yeah, I read those two. Did you love I them? I did like the Bloodshot. The um, oh, he's shitting on the Harbinger. No, there's let's let's just go back and review the history. Harbinger has the the current incarnation of Harbinger has never scored high marks with David. No, and I and and I I guess I bounced before the team was really formed because I I really didn't know that. Um, that, he doesn't like Peter. That, oh, I definitely don't like Peter, but I, I don't, uh, I don't remember Charlene or Torque showing up or Chris. So, oh, really? um, you know, I just, this, this was a very, um, it was written by Dysart Art by, uh, you know, it's, it's a story that has, has an ending which can lead to a beginning. Uh, it's in the beginning. It's it's just I didn't love it. It, it oh, no, me. I know it was just, but it's it's you know it's, there's a, it's right there in the title, like you said. You know these the, these these characters are going to die. I thought the bloodshot one was pretty sweet. Uh, Felt like a cable book. Didn't it, it? it really really did because he yeah he goes he, he leaves the planet. He's in the future. He he gets. Uh, uh, how you call it? They uh, he he gets. Uh, well, as of the last issue of Bloodshot, spoilers. He's got all the nanites back, all of them. That makes sense. Yes, and I, I'm glad they They're didn't. Not self replicating. No, they because of what happened during uh, the uh, Unity. No, not Unity. What the hell was it called? The Valiant. What happened during the Valiant? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember so when... Um, the Valiant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was purged and he had to get them all back because the people into which they they retreated were doing very nasty things. Oh, cool. So, um, yeah, so that's all been in Bloodshot Reborn? Yes. Oh, I might have to read that. Yeah. Um, I'm, that That's next on the... Uh, on the pile actually and then I noticed it's it's kinda like ten little Indians, only I think it's seven. Seven little Indians. Mm-hmm. You know, um but once he gets to the last one, 
shit goes down. So wait, there's only seven nanites? There are seven hosts. Ah, oh, got it, got it, got it. Yes, and he's got to track them all down. Nice. Hey, uh, you guys, uh, mind if I read off the categories for next week's Lock Oscars? No, no, do that, because I don't even know what they are. Set some people off, maybe, if they if get their get their juices flowing. All right, so we got the creator awards, which include, <clears throat> excuse me, favorite writer, favorite penciler, favorite inker, favorite color artist, favorite writer slash artist, which is one creator does it all. So for people wondering about that, it's really someone that uh, basically does their own book. Um, and, you know, you can get creative with it. Like last year I gave it to Jason Latour, even though he drew a different book than he wrote. So you can go that way too. But for the most case, it's going to be someone that's writing and drawing their own book. Um, favorite cover artist, breakout performer, uh, and then creator of the year, which is kind of the, the one that ruled them all. Wow. I have the same name for all of those. I'm sure you do. Yes. Cool. <laughs> um, I can, I know who it is. Uh, <laughs> genre awards, favorite superhero book, favorite science fiction slash fantasy book, favorite adventure book, favorite crime slash mystery book. Favorite nonfiction book, favorite humor book, favorite horror book, and favorite mm. anthology. Comic awards. Favorite digital or webcomic. So again, it has to be digital first. It can have been printed in print as well, but it has to be a digital comic. Uh, it has to have been coming out digitally this year, in 15, uh, or webcomic. Favorite ongoing series. Favorite single issue or one shot. Favorite limited series, and it had to be a limited series that started in 2015. Favorite original graphic novel. Favorite collected reprint edition. Favorite new comic, and again, it has to be a comic that started in 2015. Uh, favorite new to me, and that's going to be the most wide open. That's just a chance for you to talk about something you fell in love with this year that was published prior to the year, but you first read it this year. Uh, favorite publisher. We know who Vince is going to pick. And comic of the year. And again, that can be from anything. It could be a OGN, a single issue, whatever, a series, just your favorite comic. Um, and then we have a few other awards, which are your favorite character or set of characters, the biggest news of the year, and your favorite comic-related non-comic item, which could be a movie, a TV show, a prose book, video game, anything else that's inspired by comics IP but is not a comic itself. So there you go. Your 11 classics categories. Can't wait. No, I can't. So. I think we should limit our um, dialogue for each one to like. Man, you're all about. You no, just want to go for like dude, five hours. Now you're all about, all right, guys, we're wrapping this up in like 90 minutes. <laughs> do it. 90 minutes? We're lucky we get out in three hours. That's oh, true. It is true. Three hours is a tight Terse eleven o'clockers. Well, we tightened up the categories. This, I mean, these categories are the same as last year's, but we tightened it up last year. I think the one eleven o'clockers. Then we go for like four hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did, one we year, what we did two parts. Yeah, we did two parts one year. But also, when we had Chris, we had four guys talking plus the audience. And to be fair, last year we did it super fast because we didn't have an audience. Category. Right. Right. So <laughs> what we agreed about- to do is we used to do. Lots of runners up, like we would each talk about the things that we thought about at yes. voting for. Because everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, and then and then who we voted for. And then last year we agreed not to do that. We just, you know, we 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 can we can uh, you know, like just go ahead with our winners. Cool. So 
I must I admit, a, I do not have my forms filled out yet. I don't have. I don't either. Nope. You got to send me the link. I've done that already, but I'll be happy yes. to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. <laughs> I was coming home from work today, and I'm thinking my mind tends to wander, and I I I, I was thinking comic book creators. Who would I let watch my kids? No, isn't that weird? That and I, and immediate, immediately I thought, Scotty Young, one of the best dads that I know. Scotty Young is uh, amazing with kids. You see how he is with his own, uh, and, and children love his work. Mm-hmm. Scotty's a, a, a no-brainer, a natural, right? Scott McCloud, I would let him watch my kids. You would? Yes. And then, and then I, I my, again, I, the mind was going in different directions, and I'm thinking, who would I not let watch my kids? Okay. I would let Alan Moore yeah, babysit would. because he's a good witch. I don't think I would let Grant Morrison watch my kids. Okay. Um, one, uh, two names I would never let anywhere near my children. Uh, Mike Diana. Boiled Angel. <laughs> I, I would not let him watch my kids. Uh, Josh Simmons. Benjamin Morrow. Uh, I would definitely let Benjamin Morrow watch my kids. Really? He would be the coolest babysitter ever. <laughs> yes. There's, there's one person I know who would, but I'm not going to say it because it is completely. Well, come on. No, no, I can't. Because it actually. Oh, you're going to say, you're going to say Justiniano. <laughs> oh, dick. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I would never let Justin the Nano. Justin the Nano. You watch my damn kids. Shit. Watch them for days. Um, Pictures of course, You know, I, 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 I like. Who would you let watch your kids? Well, I mean, Scotty's a person, a personal friend, so sure. Yeah, Kurt Busick. I would definitely let him watch my kids. Mark Wade. Really? Mark Wade. Yes, you know that they would be in good hands mm-hmm. with Mark Wade. I let Rob Bendis. Bendis, yeah, Bendis. Yeah. You'd let Liefeld, of oh, course. course. Bendis, hell no. Nah. Really? Nah, Why not? Dude. Why? Because yeah, he, he's bald. He, he's, he's a mess. He'd probably get, no, but he's a heart attack after a week, feeding them all inappropriately and stuff. Dude, he's got like, it's the breeding bunch up wait, in his house. He's, he's got, wait, 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 wait. You're not letting them watch your kids because they're fat? Well, he's, he's a mess. He's, 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 he's dude. <laughs> He's, 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 not, he's got, the dude is active. He's been, I mean, he's a big dude, but yeah, and it's, <laughs> you got Vince all, all, all caught up. Oh, hell no. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. Who would I let watch my kids? Uh, um, much as I love them, I don't think I would let Frank around my kids. No, no, no. Let's see. I mean, it'd come back with lung cancer. The, uh, I definitely let Tom King watch my kids. Hell uh, yes. And, and you'd be able to get anything out of them too. Uh, um, um, Colin Bunn, Will Pfeiffer. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, of course. sure. Yeah. Uh, um, James Stokoe, <laughs> I think would, would be great. Um, who else? I'd let, uh, Marjorie Lou watch my kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Tom, <laughs> but all I pair up Tom, in here. Tom Scholey would be great. He, a lot I, of, he'd, I, he'd make for some fun play dates for sure. I don't think Brandon Graham. I'll tell you what, man. Nah, dude. See, he treated Holden like a boss, man. He drew Holden that Wolverine that special really? edition. Like a, it was, man. Yeah, it was nice. Mm. Real nice. Okay. I yeah. stand correct. Uh, Andy Parks. 
David Lapham? No. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no, for sure not. No. Tell me a no. story, you know. Yeah. Go get some plastic bags. Um, anybody from Avatar, really. I'd let Declan and Jordy watch them. Hell yeah. Yeah. For sure. Aaron Cooter would probably cool, be cool. Cooter. Yep. Uh, Mahmoud. Oh, oh God, sure. yeah. Oh, yes. heels to the, yeah. Look at, we're looking for babysitters. For sure. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Alright, alright, who would we not? Oh, uh, well, phew. Uh. <laughs> Apparently Jason won't let Bendis. Uh, I wouldn't let, uh, uh, I wouldn't let, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cook. Chester Brown. I wouldn't let him watch kids. <laughs> Why? Nah, he's messed up. You have brought up Chester Brown. I think, the last three episodes? Maybe. Maybe he's on my mind. I don't know. <laughs> Just on my mind. Who else would I not watch? All right. All right. T- Tim Vigil knew. Nope. For you sure. You can't watch my game. Definitely not uh, Homeboy from uh, uh, Temple Smith. <laughs> no. Can't have the Temple Smith. Warren Ellis? Key, no, no, no. I can't do that either. <laughs> now, see, I disagree. I oh, no, 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 no. I, no, I disagree. I, I, think, I think Warren would do the right thing. I mean, I, I, I'm convinced a lot of the uh the um the it's just an act much like spider jerusalem i i think uh warren ellis is all show i think underneath all that uh, bravado and 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 uh you know the whole rebel love the man to you. death but no way chicken's watching my kids oh why oh those would be fun, fun stories again i think he's just making money well maybe i don't know that yeah. he's very kid centric though Rich Buckler can't watch the kids. You <laughs> <laughs> trying to eat them. I don't want to read uh, mm, Yeah, I think so. Um, how about Clayton Crane? Nah, he can't watch my kids. <laughs> you could draw him a jam piece again if he wants, but he can't watch my kids. <laughs> um, Jill Thompson would be great. I can't, I'm not going there. No, scary it's godmother. Low hanging fruit. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'd let Ezzarello. Nah. No, no, no. No, no too fun, intense. No they'd, they'd be fucking traumatized. Tony Fleece, yeah. I would. Oh, yes. hell yeah. Tony up right yeah. up in there. Ryan Brown, I would. Ed Pisker would be cool. Ed Pisker would represent. He would yeah. teach the kids what's up. <laughs> yes. Yes. And of course, Josh Bayer can watch. My <laughs> <laughs> of course, what about Gary Panther. Oh, hey, Uncle Gary, he comes over all the time. Uh, <laughs> Matt Kinn could watch my kids. I was thinking that when I said Colin. Yeah, he yep. seems like a very responsible. Individual. Oh, show. And I, I think it kind of goes in with the guys that are are notoriously late, like Joe Mad, not getting anywhere near my kids mm-hmm. because he's not responsible. He can't make a deadline. You're not going to watch my kids. Yeah, like McFarlane Isn't can't watch one? the kids. No, he could. He can have my kids. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, Eric, Eric Larson, I don't think so. I would let McFarlane, but I don't think I would let I'm Larson. I'm just the opposite, I think. Larson's dirty. No, Larson's like a family yeah. man, though. No, he's dirty. Mm-hmm. He like look. At, I think he's just making money. No, if I. Mm. <laughs> That's what you said, dude. Yeah. Or uh, attack can't watch my kids. Who? More attack. Justin. Oh, that's weird. What? 
Milo, Milo Menar. Yeah, the dirtiness. No, Milo can watch my kids. <laughs> yeah, as long as he sketches in the sketchbook and use it when he's done. Dirtiness for that. Yeah. Menar is okay. <laughs> all right. Oh, shit. That's Paolo Serpieri can watch my kids, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> the big, they'll grow up in the ass men. Marguerite Bennett can watch my kids. Stop. Katie Cook can't watch my kids. <laughs> oh, this oh, is fun. Yes. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. shit. I can't believe I just went there. Oh, boy. No, uh, oh, see, now I want to open the floodgates. I can't. I can't. Yeah, because I can't come up with anything. <laughs> no, no, top. no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I think oh, David man. gets the MVP for Justiniano. Though. That was good. That was good. Yeah, that was raw. <laughs> all right everybody, let me check the yeah this episode of 11 o'clock comics as always has been brought to you by discount comic book service where you can get all your comics for a little bit of money keep on the lookout for lords of the jungle number one karina becco fantastic writer roberto castro's on art from dynamite cover price 3.99 your price 1.99 uh, Rafer Roberts and David LaFuente are now in control of Archer and Armstrong from Valiant. You can get it for 60% off cover, $1.59. And Godzilla is back again. Never went away, really. Uh, Oblivion, this time around by Joshua Hale Fialkov and Brian Chirilla. $1.99 it will cost you, and that's half off the cover. I really don't know what to recommend because I pretty much shot my wad. Yeah. On everything I read. Um, read Conan, of course. Read a whole mess of Valiant. I finished Evar Time Walker and it is fantastic. Told yes. Yeah. I like the ending a lot. Yeah. A little bit sad, yeah. but I, I like the ending too. And you know, the ending to Conan, um, was a little bit sad too because, um, well, I won't say, but it reveals some kind of, some insight into Conan's character. Like he's not the, the the exterior may be tough, but the dude has a heart mm-hmm. um somewhere in there. And and the ending illustrates that. But uh I don't know. What what should they read, David? Uh okay. There's um there we go. That's I I read I you guys aren't here to smell it because wow. <laughs> it's rough. Uh I did finish I read the twelfth issue of the fade out. Uh, um, yeah, you might want to. Yeah, I gotta get up on that. I was gonna say you might want to avoid it. Um, I mean, no, you shouldn't. You can't because you 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 stuck with it this far. But um, oh, it's, am I gonna say poor Charlie? There may be parts where you will say it, but uh, I'm not going to imply one way or the other. I did. We should rename. I'm sorry for interrupting you. The crime espionage category we should just rename that the ed brubaker category nope not when no no oh wow Damn. denied that's what i'm gonna call it <laughs> <laughs> uh i read black magic number three still looks good and we're um the story is uh getting somewhere where we're where, uh some of the threads are being um, pulled together. I'm interested to see where, where everything ends up. Uh, and everybody still looks really, really good. It is a book where pretty much everybody is pretty though. Uh, so it would be great if they, what's this now? Black Magic by, uh, Rucka and oh, Scott. Right. Uh, 
you know what? Vader Down. I can't wait to finish Vader Down. I want to see how that ends. I'm really yeah, looking forward to that. So in your travels, get up on that. Uh, and, and there is a new Star Wars book, uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin. So that, uh, with, with art by Chichetto. So that looks really, really good. So I'm going to say, yeah, keep going with the Star Wars books. That's your inner travels. Uh, I will say unanimous praise for Vader down, even, um, among the local comic shop nice. people, good. even from people that do not regularly read Star Wars. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, I overheard a bunch of conversations. Hey, what do you love? You know, what are you reading? What are you loving? Uh, Vader down was top of the list uh, in almost every instant instance. Yeah. So I guess I got to get on that, huh? Yeah. It's only yes. six issues. I'll trade it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, in your travels, David's mentioned this already, but I want to shout it out again, uh, a few weeks later, because I finally got a chance to dig into it. Uh, he and I both backed the Kickstarter, uh, The Secret Loves of Geek Girls. Yes. Uh, it was edited by Hope Nicholson, and it is a all-female created comic anthology. Um, and it's really well done. It's, it's a phenomenally well put together, uh, uh, offering. And, and the thing I like about it the most, I think, is that, uh, while it is a comics anthology, there's a decent amount of prose in it, but not like overwhelmingly so, like one, two page, two, three page sort of essays. Um, but it's just terrific. It's really well done. And, uh, there's just a, a tremendous number of creators, many of which uh, are new to me, some of which are not. Um, you know, you've got people, um, like Danielle Corsetto and Jordi Belair and, and Marguerite Bennett, uh, that are people that we, you know, we know quite well, obviously, um, already. But, uh, there's the Tamaki cousins, uh, who, you know, I just, I think their work is phenomenal. Uh, this one summer was one of my favorite books of last year. Um, but you've got some people that are, uh, you've got David's girl, Giselle, of course, yep. our girl as well. She's not just David's girl anymore. She's, mine, she's become all too. of our girl now. Um, yeah. She likes me best though. No, so I don't think so. She, no. she said so. Yeah, well, that's what makes Giselle, you feel better. Uh, I'm, I'm still ready for that Domino commission whenever you have the availability because I know she listens. Um, I already have one. Yeah, uh, of course you do. Uh, but there's, but there's, uh, there's, there's people like Trina Robbins, uh, Diana McCallum, uh, Isabel Melancon, Annie Mock, uh, Crystal Skillman, just a bunch. I mean, really, there are too many that, that, that if I, there's, there's what David, probably 30, 40 different creators involved in the book. Easily. But, uh, but yeah, I'm about halfway through. Um, I started reading it, uh, this week. Uh, definitely gonna finish it over the rest of the week, but really enjoying it quite a bit. It's, uh, it's, it's women creating comics and it ranges from, um, romantic advice to sex advice to just general fiction. I mean, there's just, there's, it runs the gamut like a true anthology. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's really quite fun. So well put together. Right. And, uh, you can get the, I mean, it was a Kickstarter, as I said, but you can get the book, uh, from, uh, Hope Nicholson site, which is hopenicholson.com. So it's H-O-P-E-N-I-C-H-O-L-S-O-N.com. And if I'm not mistaken, it was just recently announced that it's been picked up by Dark Horse. And I'm not sure when it becomes available through Dark Horse, but I'm sure when it does, you'll be able to get it through our good friends at DCB Service. Nice. I do have a recommendation, but I'm not done with it. I started the fall of the House of West. My boy. Yeah. Wow. Tell him who the creators are, my man. David Rubin. Rubin. Um, Paul. Yep. It's, it's Rubin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Rubin. Okay. Bacalo. Uh, David Rubin. 
Uh, Paul Pope and the third name is who? There is a third gentleman involved in this. Uh, well, you're talking about the colorist, I guess. No, it's black and white. Oh, J.T. Petty. Yes, J.T. Petty. Yeah, the other writer. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. I'm telling it's, you, dude. Yeah, yeah. And How he, good is Rubin? Uh, he's amazing. Um, you have to admit, though, very indebted to Paul Pope. Uh, dude, did I not say he's the love child of Paul Pope and Rafael yes. Brown? Yes, and I'm, I'm aping Paul Pope is not an easy task, especially when you infuse it with your own little uh, idiosyncrasies, Correct. and, and, and it works really well. But, uh, wow, I, you know, when they said that these things were prequels to, to Battling Boy, I was like, yeah, okay. But wow, they, they work really oh, well. Dude, this is great, man. When you see what happened to her mom and stuff, it's the best. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Amazing. One of my favorite books of um, the year. But I, one, one gripe, and I'm going into oh, the, uh, on, no, just one. I'm going into the DAP camp with this. Why did they change the size from the Rise to Aurora West to this one? Why was there a size shift? Wait, they're both digest sized. Battling Boy's not the same size. No, but the two Aurora, Aurora West books are. Are you sure they're the same size? This one seems smaller. I don't think so, but I don't know, man. Like, like this is like manga size. So was the, I don't so remember. Was the other Aurora West, I thought. Though. Oh, it was. I thought. Okay, so. I thought. It, I thought it was the same size as, as Battling Boy. Uh, but anyway, that's a a, a minor nit because I, I don't care what size right. it is. But when I put them on the shelf, if they're all different sizes, I don't get verklempt, but like I notice it. That's all I'm saying. I hear so you. Don't do. Don't do it anymore. But yeah, David Rubin. Oh my God, this guy's fantastic. My man. Kinetic AF, right? Yes, Kinetic yes. AF, and and I, I don't know if uh, Pope provided the designs for the characters, and Rubin just just went off, or if Rubin's driving designing these himself. Either case, the the character design, impeccable character design. Right. I love I love it. Right, it's fantastic. It it is it is dream fuel. Had a boy. Yeah, love it. Which means I got to get my ass on Hero Volume Two because I only have the first one. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I've been slacking. Or me too. You guys do your previews this month yet? Do you make your order? Uh, yes. Not a whole lot this month. Oh. Uh, hmm. Was that just me? Huh, I don't remember offhand. Let me see. Like my my order was around a hundred. It was below a hundred, but it, you know, around there. And usually, you know, there's maybe because there wasn't an eerie or creepy archives um solicited this month. So that tends to take thirty bucks off my order. But Hold for on. the most part I'll tell you one second. My order at present is uh, $292. Oh my god! That's light for me though. Did you get Lone Sloan Volume 3? Uh, I didn't see that it was on here. Yes, it should be. Did you get Volume 1 and 2? Yes. Well, you, you best get on this. Alright, so my order is now $314. Nice. Well, it, Lone Sloan is only, uh, 12 bucks. 1250. $306 then. Nice. But I mean, I have my, my constants. Tarot, Spawn, Savage Dragon. Of course. Um, you know, I ordered Mars Attacks, 
And uh, there's I a, thought Lord, about it, but then, then I didn't. Oh, I can't say I can't say no to Mars mm-hmm. Attacks. I got Lords of the Jungle, but I got the Infinity Watch trade paperback. Okay. I think it collects the, the first 20 issues of Warlock and the Infinity mm-hmm. Watch. I remember that being a really fun series. Jay Tomio's smiling right now listening to this episode. It's one of his favorite comics of, of all time. Angel, Angel Medina? Medina right? come, yeah. come on. Come on. Who drew Kiss better than Angel Medina? You know who reps Angel Medina? Gene, Gene Colan? Maybe. But otherwise, I don't think many people. Mm-hmm. Who who reps um, Angel Medina? Your boy Sal Abenanti. Really? Mm-hmm. So that means the pages are well without beyond my reach. Uh, yes. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got something called Hour of the Zombie, which is yet another manga zombie book. Mm-hmm. It was the first volume. I said, what the hell? Why not? Oh, crazy. Um, yeah. Haunted Love, Gold Digger, uh, Godzilla Oblivion. And did you order the DC Comics Dark Horse Aliens trade paperback? No. Why? Uh, it's it's 500 pages. You get Batman, um, I think Superman, Superman. and um, uh, Wildcats fighting the Xenomorphs awesome. from from Alien. Bernie Wrightson's in there. Sick. Get it. Add it to your order right now. Tell me what the the, the total is. Uh, I'll make sure you get I will it. do that. Don't <laughs> no, hold your breath. I will do that. Okay. Click click. Nope. Speaking of John Byrne, <laughs> though, Avengers John Byrne on the bus. West Coast Avengers. No. Incorrect. Oh, it's the Avengers Avengers. Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. What was that? Like 212 to 240 around there? Something like that. Yeah. I remember those being really good. He was using... Um, a small Omnibu. It's only, uh, yeah. it's only it's 100 bucks. He was using uh, Zipatone a lot during that run, if I remember correctly. Right, David? I think so. It was really... It blew my mind because there's a, uh, one issue, like 202, 201, 210. There was a, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch on the cover. And it is a, uh, where they're going to visit their, uh, their bovine mother and, and, uh, wonder where they, but it's a Perez cover with, uh, interiors by Byrne. I would just say it, it, I was blown away that, that two of the artists that were, Big two mainstream, the artists of those companies and, and on the same book. I was, I really didn't care for the story, but the fact that these two guys actually worked on the book together just, that was special. Mm. Vince, you didn't, uh, you didn't mention, uh, your most anticipated book of the month, Vampirella Volume 3, number one. Mm. Yeah, I did, did not order that. No thanks. No. It Can't add it. Can't have that. One of the books that really piqued my interest, and I'm still on the fence about ordering it. I don't know why. Um, basically because I, I wasn't really thrilled with uh, the other books um, featuring this character. But I should order this because it is the all-new classic Captain Canuck. But Canuck, yeah. it's, it's, it's George Freeman mm-hmm. on art, David. Wow. Dragon yes. Hearts. So... It should be a no-brainer, but it's three ninety-nine cover price. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because if you're in for one, you're in for three at least. In for in for a penny, in for a pound. It's true. It's true. But it's George Freeman, and George Freeman is the the 
the original Captain Canic artist when it was coming out of uh, Cumley Comics. And I don't know how Cumley must have uh, made some kind of deal. Now, is Captain Canuck like Captain Canuck's side? Yeah. Is that, <laughs> is that like- I was waiting for that. I was waiting. I said Canuck. <laughs> I may have said it differently. You say it another. differently each time. You said Koenig. That I'm versatile. You are. Um, yes. That's true. But uh, Comley must have or uh, secured some kind of distribution agreement because we were getting Comley comics at the newsstand. Only three issues, though, back in the day. Like, I'm talking 70s. We were getting Captain Canuck. And um, there was a fantasy backup in it that really got my interest. And... It was here, and then it was gone. I never saw after those three issues hit. I never saw any other ones. So it would. I think he finished that for the uh, Captain uh, Canuck trade paperback series that came out of was it IDW, David? And they were hardcovers, right? I have them. I just don't know. I forget who published them. That sounds right, but I can't. I'm not a hundred percent. Right. Ed Brisson is the writer on this and George Freeman is the artist. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead right now and add it to my freaking order. That's what you should do. Why not? Why not? Because you could do that with, with discount comic book history, uh, service. You can go in, edit your order. I'm doing it right now. I hit edit order. No. You go, you go back to pre-orders. And in this case, I would go to other, mm-hmm. right? And go to. I forget who publishes it. But it doesn't matter because it's listed under the specials. You go in there and you can add it right to your order. It's easy as can be. It's published easy. by Cha- Chapter House Comics. So I'm going to add it to my order. And then you go back. Isn't this... It's also tutorial. Edu- this is fantastic. Isn't this educational? This is you, such a you, weird you go, episode. You go back. I know. You go back to your order and you add it and you close edit and it adds it to your freaking order. So and I'm awesome. still, I'm still under a hundred bucks. Oh damn! So that's okay. Well, you know what? When Dark Horse doesn't publish an eerie or creepy archive, my order's small. Yep. There you go. What'd you order? Uh, I mean, I don't know. All the stuff. I mean, the usual. A lot of Marvel. No. Uh, well, I buy. I mean, only I don't buy single issues of Marvel anymore. I haven't for a while. So how do you rack up two hundred bucks? Like I said, this and, is light order. This is definitely oh light Jesus. order for me. Um, hold on. Let's see. My wife would uh, braid my testicles if I ordered that much. Um, I get away with like 100, 150. My, I would, I mean, I would say my average order is around 450. <laughs> uh, oh, I love, I love you. You know, lots of, uh, dark horse stuff. Massive library edition, leaving Megalopolis. You see the beauty trade paperback number one is only five bucks. Yep, get, getting that. Can't. How could you not? Uh, the DC got some. Uh, got some Black Canary. Got some Cyborg. Got some Omega what? Men. Some Doctor Fate. Oh. Starfire. Dude, that Doctor Fate series. Yeah, I wasn't feeling the Doctor Fate. No, I like it. Not, I like it. Black Canary. Really? Yeah, I do. Even though it's Levitt's. Nah, I, I wasn't feeling it. I like it. it. Did you order light. the Black... Tell me you ordered the Black Lightning trade paperback. Uh, no. Ah! Oh! David, what are we going to do with this? up in here. Harley Rich Buckler did the covers. Harley Quinn. <laughs> Poor Tony Isabella. Got, yeah. uh... Tre- Trevor Von Eden, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Art Ops, Clean Room, Fables Deluxe Edition, Scout Deluxe Edition, Jack, Last Gang. I bet you ordered the Christopher Priest uh, of Black course. Panther. Volume 3. Yep. Sheriff of Babylon, Survivor's Club. So you are getting those in singles? Uh, some, so the Vertigo isn't buying singles, yeah. Cause I think they wow. to help. Lots of image, so, obviously. Yeah. Well, a good chunk of image, what image is putting out. Um, including the boot beauty. Black Magic trade paperback. Uh, the I hate, get I hate Fairyland trade paperback. Paper Girls trade paperback. Tokyo Ghost trade <laughs> paperback. East of West, Volume 5 trade paperback. Did you get Circuit Breaker? No. Kyle Baker? No. Man, that's racist. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hyperion number one, Black Widow number one, Mockingbird number one. I bet you this is thrilling for our listeners. Well, you asked, <laughs> but, but you know what? It's at, babysitters. It's at, it's at the really is Invincible Iron Man end. hardcover, Guardians of the Galaxy they hardcover, Avengers Omnibu, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Amazing Spidey, Un- Uncanny Humans, Uncanny Avengers, New Avengers. Wow. Uh, Black Panther, like we talked about. Do you think Marvel's pricing on their trades is kind of whack? I don't even notice. What is it? Well, I have seen for like a four issue limited series, like the, some of the bad, the, um, Secret Wars minis, the ones that ran four issues were like 19 bucks. Right. For four issues. That's, that's stupid. That is cray. I'm not buying those. Giant Days volumes one and two. I heard a lot of people praising Giant Days in the last two weeks about like best of. So. What? Giant, Giant Days. days? Mm-hmm. It's a web comic that's been published. Uh, that's been posted. Oh, so, John Allison so and Lisa Trayman. Uh, huh. Devolution. I'm buying in singles. The Remender book. Uh, wow. Let's see what else. I thought this was a, a relatively thin month. I didn't think there was a really uh, a whole lot that piqued my interest. Oh, uh, Archer and Armstrong number one. Hell yeah. Got to have that. Got you to have that. that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. about it. I think Convergence, if you look at the, uh, you can get a lot of the Convergence tie-ins for dirt cheap on Discount, discount Comic Book Service, like 35 cents Yeah. for Aquaman and stuff. Mm-hmm. Man, I think they must have hit and sunk like a stone. Oh, one, of those, one of those chip kid variants. Yeah, those brilliant covers. Yeah, I'll do a fade, fade in from the right, fade in from the left, <laughs> and get paid from it. Use all crazy. That's stupid. All right, I think we've entertained you enough, and entertained was in quotes. Thank you for listening <laughs> to yet another episode of Eleven O'clock Comics. Come back next week if you, you enjoyed this. It'll be an award and, tour with Muhammad, yes. my man. Strap yourself in because next week's going to be a long one. Um, if you would be so kind, leave us an iTunes review or uh, a, a similar review wherever you download this thing, if they allow you to do so. And as usual, say good night because he loves you and needs you here every week. David. Good night. I'm not doing all that other talking. You but you're doing, thinking so it, though. I'm not even going to try to do that. David. Wow. That is your superpower. Oh, it's impressive. It, it's, it might be a power. Sure, it's super. I think it is. I think it's very super. Oh, how about the Flash by Grant Morrison and Mark Miller? Mark Millar, sorry. <laughs> did you did you order that? What do you think about? 
Mark Mark Miller and Flash uh, Grant Morrison doing the Flash. Wrote the Flash back in the nineties. It's good. Oh, right. What do you mean? Did I order it? it did you get they, it? They re-released the trade for it. Oh, I didn't know. I I, I may though. I didn't realize. I must have missed that. Yeah, he just adds stuff to That's his worth cart. Doing? Doesn't care. Doesn't care. Yeah, it's worth getting. It's only ten bucks. I'm on it. Contains issues one thirty to one forty one. Uh the crossover from Green Arrow uh one thirty and Green Lantern ninety six. So you get yeah, nice amount of issues for ten bucks. Artists are Paul Ryan and uh who else, David? Uh I think Steve Lytle did the cover. Um, yes. I think he did the covers. I wonder if I don't think Greg LaRocque was on on it at that point. And I think this is pre uh Umberto yeah, Ramos. It should be pre Umberto. So it's still worth getting. Yep. All right, everybody. Say good night, David, because we love you so much, and come back next week and and um and stuff. Bye, bye, Mr. Roy. Yes. Yes, indeed. Something happened on the day.